0: Unite and Win episode 9. This week I sat down with Matt Headley at Red Sea Tattoo in Wichita, Kansas. And uh, we talked tattoos all night at his pad and we talked tattoos all day at a shop today. And I even snagged a couple tattoos while I came through town anyway. And uh, he's now family and uh, he's a man of many quotes and many words and lots of wisdom and and, uh, he's just a great guy but he wouldn't tell you that himself. So this is I'm going to say this is the longest podcast I've put out so far, so hang tight. If you don't know Matt, you will know him very soon. Yeah, let's get into the interview. Talk me about this pile of stuff.
1: Oh, man, that's a pile of stuff. You know, you showed up and I was like, oh, man, I got some stuff because, you you know, that's one of the cool things about tattooing is like, you know, talking with you about all these corporate things and all, you know, how America is and how it's like the same everywhere you go. Like there's the, you know, whatever store and this store, but it's like tattooing, you know, there's one of this. Mm. This is the one one thing that exists that is this. Yeah. There's not another one that is this. There might be one that's close, but there is one this. Yeah. You know? And I, you know, one of my friends, uh, Roger. You know, he said, you know, tattoo, and really it helped me appreciate. It. He said, you know, tattooing is really cool in the in the fact like, you make your tools to do it. Yeah. You know, like tattooing is made out of nothing. It's made on itself. You know, it's like you make everything or. You did at one time right? Everything yeah. that made that tattoo and it's all come down, you know, the whole idea of, you know, we stand on the shoulder of giants. Like, mm-hmm. man, what if you had to figure this crap out? Like, where would we be? You know, like uh, we'd all be like caveman style if it was up to me, man. You right. know? Uh, so I think that's one of the really cool things about like stuff. I mean, in the end, it is just stuff and it's all but significant and and it's all gonna burn and it's all gonna be and, and and you have to you know people really there's a few people made me realize like you know stuff is just stuff man i mean it's cool and it's cool to see and it's cool to whatever but in the end it's really just stuff and and the important thing is the people you know the stuff is cool and it's cool to have like things left over from people but What's really cool about it is the people, you know, so Mm. I don't know. You know, I grabbed some stuff and I'm not finding some stuff, uh, other stuff I was looking for. But anyway, uh, that's uh, uh, a Jensen stencil, uh, Owen Jensen. Uh, I uh, was told it was probably somewhere from Um, 1940s-ish. And uh, that one is a little different than some of the other ones I have. in the fact that it's a lot more like weathered. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like some of the ones I have, I don't think are quite that old, but, um, uh, you know, some of those stencils, you what can year really do you think that is. Uh, I, I, I was told it was like forties, like thirties or forties, but wow. I, you know, I am horrible with like specific details, like, yeah, like years. And you know,
0: that's why we tattoo story <laughs> earlier, you know, it's like
1: the general idea, like I'll give you a, yeah. outside of that dude. Sorry. And, and yeah. you know, that's a lot of tattooing and, that's one of the things that's really cool about what you're doing is that, you know, like it, it is very like tattooing is very like um, untold uh, or it's only told. Or, oral, tradi- you know, it's very orally passed down. And, mm-hmm. you know, even then, like things can get it slightly skewed or details forgotten you know or you know I often think about like how many secrets we're just like I'm keeping this a secret forever and then it's like oh maybe you know and that dude knows but then you're both dead and now no one knows It's, it's like, gone. Yeah. at one point everyone knew how to the, the pyramids were made in Egypt
0: you know but I kind of like that I like
1: you that know? mystery well and, and, and there and that is cool you know that's and that what is makes awesome, me want to know because you know? if, if you totally. knew everything
0: it wouldn't be that interesting well
1: and that's you know like again like always say like you know tattooing is like America's last like folk art you know you think about like blues music you know yeah. I don't know if you know much about blues music um but you know a lot of blue you know famous blues musicians we don't even know where they're buried dude Whoa. We, we're not even sure like where exactly they died at. we have two CDs yeah and it like these two CDs are a small portion of what people heard yeah. at the time and these two CDs have shaped blues music uh you know for for decades you know like delta blues you know it's like Mm -hmm. i mean just the the i don't know like the musician blues aspect and then like the tattooer you know traveling you know i mean and that's the thing if you were a tattooer you had to travel i mean you had to to be where the money was and the money was not you know in wichita kansas and like Mm -hmm. Nineteen twenty, you know, right. it just didn't exist. Like everyone gets tattooed now. I imagine,
0: like, like, yeah, how many people were there getting tattooed? I like, mean, one, two, sure, to move you know, on, to like get the other one or two next town.
1: You were like coastal, man, mm-hmm. you know. And Zeke Owen used to do that, evidently. Mm-hmm. And again, I've heard a lot of stories, and I'll probably butcher all of them. But you know, Zeke Owen used to do that. He used to like get on a motorcycle, pack up all his tattoo stuff, show up in the town, rent a space for six months, do all the work that was there, move on. You know, I, know I mean, that. and yeah. that would keep me saying, you know, I'd keep busy for like the first like whatever time months or whatever. And then it would just run out and I'd, shoot just, everyone. I'd just get up and get on my motorcycle and go find someplace else, you know, Whoa. and that's, you know, um, again, what
0: I was told, like, um, that's y- no Instagram, you know, no cell phone, n- nothing like fucking you, you're showing
1: up <laughs> and looking for a for rent sign. I mean, your gas is out. You got no money. Like, I hope there's a place that can rent in this town and make some money, you yeah. know, String uh, up your
0: flash and start
1: going. But, you know, a lot of that, I mean, it's like, that's what spread it. You know, that's what spread tattooing. It's like, Mm. you know, like he ends up in Hutchison, Kansas, and does a stint there, and, oh, meets this other guy and teaches him to tattoo, or he gets tattooed and spurs his interest in tattoos, and, and, oh, you know, then he's off looking for the, you know, the tattoo money or whatever. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think this that, like, itinerant aspect and also with blues music you know like it again was another money thing and they used to have a thing it was called cutting heads Mm -hmm. and if you was across the street playing Mm -hmm. uh, a guitar dude would set up across from you and try to outplay you and get the people over to him and get the money in his deal cutting heads man you know, and that's, you know, a lot of tattooing, you know. Yeah. And thankfully, you know, it's got to the point where that necessary evil has come in and you can make a living doing tattoos and sit across from somebody that does tattoos and not think, like, oh, are you moving to my town? Like, are you, mm. you know, it's like, I think it was like, um, well, maybe it was, again, I'll forget, maybe it was Lyle Tuttle that told me, you know, it's like, you wouldn't find a tattooer 150 miles from another tattooer. You know, it just didn't exist. I mean, the work wasn't there. Like, it Mm -hmm. didn't exist, you know? And now I have,
0: like, 15. Or, like, Stoney uh, saying, saying, like, you don't see us in every street corner. It's like,
1: ooh, yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) Like, if you knew, you know, all all of it in hindsight, you know? Yep. Uh, And, you know, like, and that was the thing. Like, there are guys that saw, you know, like, the whole, like, 1984 thing, you know? It's like, Rollo, you know, he saw that stuff, and he would say, you know, he knew that it was going to get, where it is, and maybe it was at that transitional point, you know. Mm. Um, so I don't know, but I heard a great story that I always think about, uh, you know, especially with my wife talking, you know, somebody he said, uh, 90% of your customers will use 10% of your ability, and that's not a bad thing you know uh, and a lot of tattooers they get hung up like oh, I can do this better stuff and right. they just want this crap and it's like well that's how it's always going to be you right. know I mean maybe not I mean maybe you'll be whatever and that's cool but I mean tattoos are a service man you know don't yeah. forget like where you come from or mm-hmm. what or what it's about it's about like you know making people happy you know and uh, it's a
0: mark in time and like that memory is a part of that mark
1: sure you know and it's like as a tattooer i think one of the things too that i'm always reminded of that and kind of relates to that is like you know uh i saw a lewis black show once a uh, co- you know, comedian and mm-hmm. he was like um it was right around the gulf war time and he said you know why these these kids put on bombs or these people put on bombs and go blow themselves up it's because they don't laugh you know mm. he said you know don't don't take anything for granted. You know, He's like one thing I've learned as a comedian, he's like, you know, that guy sitting in that front row, you know, he might be one laugh away from jumping off a bridge, dude. Like you might've just made him laugh and that made gave him, you know, another day on this planet, you know, oh, to yeah. get a different person. And that's the same as tattoos, man, you know? Yeah, even like, just
0: cracking a smile at someone down the street could do you, a lot.
1: You know, not only do you, do you leave a mark, like you really leave like positive or or really bad. Mm -hmm. you know just just like experience and you know i don't know how you are but i don't remember anything like i have the worst memory but i could tell you like shoes a dude was wearing the day i got tattooed or some medial you know thing like i i mean it's you know you just remember that stuff you know and because it is such a powerful like magic or whatever you want to call it and it's like i don't know man there's a lot of guys i think that take that for granted and just like i don't know man you know, leave leave things that they. I don't know that they're realizing they're leaving. I guess. So. Yeah, I think
0: that they just kind of get this perspective of like, you came to me. Sure. You know. Well, what I mean?
1: and, and they did, and and that is true. But and, I think there's and also there is a fifty fifty in that. Yeah. You know, and then I think honestly, like, and you know, we discussed like the yoga thing. Uh, you know, the older I get, and I will probably say some crazy things to you in this, and you know, one thing that when people say things to you, you take it in, you you run it through your filters and then you Mm -hmm. decide like, oh, if this is for me, if it isn't, or you might think they're crazy one day and then, you know, 10 years later be like, oh, right. Like, that's what they really meant. Like, I totally got that wrong. Or or see it in a different perspective. But, you know, a lot of that, you know, I don't know, you know, the whole stereotypical like grumpy tattooer, like grumpy about everything. You know, you have this, you know, dream job where you like draw, you know, but like the lettuce was wrong on your taco or whatever, you know, and so life is horrible. You know, a lot of that, dude, is just frankly to posture. You know, you carry bad posture. I mean, dude, I know because I've lived. Really? Yes. It's all it's posture related. That's
0: mind blowing. Uh,
1: I mean, it's I mean, once you get into it, it's not. But, um, you know, how you hold your spine. I mean, dude, like we are. Oh, and a lot of right now so bent over and so crooked all day and holding these spots and you know everything is down to this like millimeter and it's tense and you're holding this posture dude and you know we're like trees where if you tie a tree down it's going to grow that way and if you tie yourself down like that you're going to grow that way and well why is that a problem well there's a lot of things if your head is one inch off of your spine like if i mean i again like learn the wrong way to do it right Right. but if your head is one inch off of your spine that's 15 10 or 15 pounds of added gravity on your head dude so i mean imagine three inches four inches whatever imagine the neck imagine the nerves imagine i mean everything tense 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 right and so you know a lot of these attitudes like that you'll find in like tattoo shops and all these things I mean it's it's simply like goes to posture and just wow. how you carry yourself and how you hold yourself and how you feel internally without even necessarily realizing it is what you what you give out to people, you know? Wow.
0: Um and there's a lot of so the I, more hunched over, the more attitude Well, possibly. and the
1: harder it is to breathe, dude. I right. mean the more hunched over you are, the, the yeah. more collaps you on the less oxygen is getting to your head. That makes The less thought I mean it, I mean it's all electrical. It's all, I mean, it's all structural, it's whatever. I mean, it's all, it's not like weird, like, oh, hippie, like, oh, no. I zone out and I feel, and I think there is that too, but I think it's just like straight up, like, this is how your nerves work, this is how they come out of your spine. If they're whatever, then, you're, then your neck's gonna hurt, and if your neck's hurt, then you're gonna,
0: What I mean, it's just a, a, yeah. a domino effect. You articulate right? it in a really understandable so, way.
1: So Well, and it, and it, I mean, it is understandable, but it t- like like you, you understand this stuff, because you've under you've figured out the magic in it right Mm. and it's the same thing it's all structural it's all whatever i mean all yoga is it's just like the connection of your head to your body and getting your body to do what your head you know yeah should you know that connection or whatever so it's like when you're tattooing and you're really into a tattoo and you're hunched over you don't even think about that because you're like Oh man, like I'm trying to get this line on these ribs and it's so hard. Like, and I don't want to, I'm tattooing this tattooer and I'll feel (laughs) that if this is jacked up, you know, I'll see that dude somewhere and be like, Oh man, that's so jacked, you know? So it's like, it is those things, but you know, a a lot of that and a lot of longevity in tattooing, like uh, is really just structural, you know? And and it's one of those Uh, things where it's like, you know, I used to like come to the shop and go, you know, go to understand the stuff of yoga and go and try to be like that and and hold these yoga poses to where like, you know, your body was open and all your stuff was, and you can't because it's like, you can't, I mean, maybe somebody better than me can, I'm sure they can, but mm. you are going to catch yourself, you know, Everyone's doing like weird the quirks doing too. The,
0: yeah. I like close one eye when I'm focusing sure. and I kind of like, you know, I need to turn it a certain way. Cause that's just the magical way for me. Totally. You know? And you're so
1: cocky. I mean, it's the weirdest, uh-huh. like, uh-huh. I mean, tattooing is like, I don't know. It's completely unreasonable for humans to even attempt. I'm sure. But, uh, sure. and a lot of people they don't get that It's Oh, it's drawing like, Oh yeah. Like it's drawing like dot to dot and hoping those dots are close together. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, but I, yeah, think I mean, a lot of it is, it mean. is structure. And I dude, I'm almost 41 and you're 28 and dude, trust me start now i mean the earlier you get in it doing yoga and and doing these things that will produce a long term the better off you'll be dude trust me and not only just being happy because i'm all you know whatever like die young cool i get it but die young and happy you know what i'm saying like and and there is there is a lot of that and it's like, as tattooers, we think we can go and tattoo 10 hours a day, eight hours a day, whatever. And think that that won't have a repercussion. Oh, on Not only our head yeah. and our body and how the, I mean, it, it just doesn't work that way. Yep. I mean, it's all a balance and either you'll burn out or you'll balance out. I mean, so yeah. to, to let, like, and you know, I think, who was it? Uh, I'll forget again, who said this quote, but it's like, um, you know, those who know the edge, Have usually gone over it you know Mm. and that's and that's you know a lot of with this stuff it's like you ping off the sides and hopefully end up in the middle right Uh, i think they're here with the food but you know that's a lot of tattooing so really like yeah start yoga but start from somebody who knows i mean get the mr miyagi of yoga because like tattooing there's a lot of people that are doing it and teaching it that maybe shouldn't be because it is popular it is more popular now And there's a lot of wrong information or information that maybe won't benefit you um in time and so like search that i mean get a good yoga teacher don't just like settle for a youtube video because like tattooing the subtlety in it is infinite you know right um and i don't claim to know any of it so um but yeah and that's another jerry one uh yeah that's really cool that's also you know signed uh and that one, I don't know if that one's ever been in something that specific. one. there's a, a male version mm. in a book, I think it's like the same headdress. But right. that one, I'm not sure if, uh, maybe it is. But um, What's in cool. this mysterious box? Oh, man. This is something else I grabbed. A bunch of old tubes. Oh. And I grabbed these. Uh, like uh, I like these because these are kind of like progression right like right and i have some other pen, ones in the pencil basement got boulder and boulder yeah, yeah i have some other ones in the basement um that are kind of the in between but these are rad and i totally Whoa. have forgotten where they come from because i'm horrible at this but dude handmade as it gets and you can see it's like well what do we got well we got brass tubing like let's make it work Whoa. um and there's the liner one but even some of these like some of these are spalling ones and there's Um, like no ink flow oh yeah there you go there's check that out you know
0: oh you're just dipping all the time
1: but always you know even 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 these like production like spalding ones like man, there's a lot of soldering work in that like good job but that's you know back to the whole thing of like tattooing
0: they're just this soldering they bend it solder it and they're like drilling it out
1: sure yeah i mean the idea of like tattooing Something coming from nothing is pretty awesome. Is and these so are cool. c- kind yeah. of an example of that. So um, but I always, you know, I'm all I'm so amazed nowadays that like you know, like this, like a plastic tube. You know how long this took this dude? You know how long it took this guy to find the metal involved in this, let alone to cut it, to file it. I mean, and to get it working, like he would have to build a jig yeah. or something to like be able to even construct this and now it's just pumped and out now it's like oh a hey, tattoo. click click plastic tube uh right. oh and now i can I throw it, it, it away Whoa. you know and like and there's even metal ones you can throw away now it's like yeah. dude from this i mean how how long do you think is in this like i don't know four or five hours right so like to oh, yeah. i don't know if you ever made needles but like yeah i don't know again to the necessary evil like True Where power. would tattooing be if you still had to make needles like, oh man, it'd be horrible, you know? It'd probably so, be in a
0: lot better place, but no one would know about it like they know about it now.
1: Uh, I don't know. These There'd be either? a lot more
0: apprentices.
1: You that's know, because that's why you were apprenticed back then yep. was to make needles to get a guy to make
0: needles, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know. But pretty funny either way. I think I think with the advancement of this technology, I think apprenticeships aren't gonna exist. You know, longer. I. You know, it's that's a really weird. There's thought. gonna be less and less to hand down. Well, because you don't need to know how to make this anymore. And that's you know, and that's, and that's the beginning so,
1: of the end. So you know, like I've been now tattooing like 23 years, I guess. Right. And it's weird, like I've never taught anyone to tattoo, cause like a, why would I? And b, like I couldn't imagine teaching someone what I know in less than 23 years. Right. Like somebody said, said that same thing. There's no
0: quick way. If there was There's no quick way. It right. It yeah.
1: But there, there is a little bit, I mean, it's weird now teaching her to tattoo my wife because it's like, when I learned to tattoo, it's like, Oh, tattoo on this watermelon. Cause you got one. And then like, see if you can talk one of your friends into it and whatever. And it's like, part of learning to tattoo is like holding a tattoo and machine. Doing it. Right. Yeah. And, and do but now it's like, plastic skin like Mm. she did you know she learned more in a week of doing that than i probably learned in a year of putting on like sloppy tattoos on people really just because she can you know it's Mm. like she has this thing and she has access to this click click google uh amazon plastic skin from amazon delivered to your door two days later wow like, hey, there's 20. Hey, there's 20 tattoos. Like There's
0: not much consequence in overworking a piece of plastic. And,
1: and, and there is a little learning curve in that for sure. But mm. it's like, that didn't exist, man. Like right. And even if you had that, it's like, you want to use a needle on that? Mm. Like, oh, man, you know, she'll burn a needle or whatever doing a. I mean a piece of plastic or whatever. But it's like, I mean, back in the day when you had... I don't know. However much time in making a needle, do you really want to waste that on a piece of plastic? Because that one dude might really come in to get a tattoo, and then you screwed because you got no needle, you know, or right, whatever. Right. So I don't know. It's like so. I mean, what she learned in a month was like, uh, you know, it's somebody. Maybe it was you. Was like, what did your first eight tattoos look like? Like first eight tattoos, and it's like, you know, did you say that? I mean, yeah. somebody said, yeah, I and I thought today. to myself like they didn't look like my first eight tattoos Whoa! because like, dude, like yeah. she did this one on this dude's leg. And I'm like, Whoa, like, I mean, granted it's, you know, apprenticeship work, but man, like the amount of time that it would have taken me. And, and again, like she, has also, mo- she has more things and at she her has disposal to too. And, and that's just time though. You right. know, it's the time. I mean, because these things didn't exist back then, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but it's like, wow, you know, and I think it was like Wes Grimm, he said, you know, if you apprentice from somebody, you have that 50 years of knowledge. And if they apprentice from somebody, you have that. F- I mean, he's fourth generation tattooer, dude. Right. You know, like how much knowledge do you think has been passed down for that? You know, and it's like old guys, though, though, like, oh, well, you don't even know how to make needles. Like, dude, she'll never need to know how to make needles. Like, she knows how to make needles. Will she ever need to do that? I mean... Probably not, and if she does, someone will come along and make it cheaper for them to sell her needle, like like what had happened. There will always be a businessman out there seeing the need and the gap in that, mm. you know,
0: from here on out. And it can't dissipate completely in our lifetime.
1: No, no, yeah. and it, and who knows, whatever. But just the things, like, and then the tools that are available, like, right. that are so much easier, like. But you know, one one person that I think is a genius and completely respect is, uh, you know, Alex, who does the uh, tattoo gear for sale, hmm. you know, because yeah. it's like, dude, I mean, again, hindsight, anyone could have looked at that and been like, dude, this is genius. But he's taking a, something that's free, a free app, you know, making it easier than what exists, like, like what you talked about with the meat, right. you know, making it easier and more affordable and putting on a platform that people are using. And I think he mentioned, I was like, dude, I was like, you're a genius. You're getting a cut of every tattoo machine. And tattooers are the most wishy-washy people, probably on the face of this planet when it comes to like stuff. Right. So it's like, uh, oh man, I got this machine. I was so stoked. I used it twice. It was whatever. I'm getting rid of it. You know? right. And it's easy to do that now. And he's getting a cut of that. Right. I mean, I don't know what he charges like, and I you know he sits on his phone way too much and his wife gets mad at him and I know there's some give and take in that I'm not saying it's it's not all easy, but it's like, dude this guy's getting a cut of every time ta- in a fair cut fairer than eBay mm-hmm. uh then he's found his position in that because you know he was into like I and again, sorry dude, I'm gonna butcher this uh like punk rock t-shirts or something, and they had a website where they did that and he's like oh, they sell t-shirts off of this Ooh. like this. I'm going to adapt it to tattooing. And the adaption is where like the good tattooer comes in, you know, Bob Shaw, you know, mm-hmm. maybe not the best tattooer, amazing at adapting, you know, and that's another cool thing about seeing regional things like, like short story before you want to eat or whatever. Like we would travel and we would see the same flash designs, same outline, maybe same black shading, like. Colored completely different. Oh, why? Oh, well, this one was in California. This is what California people get. Oh, this one was in the Midwest. This is the colors Midwest people get. Oh, they got the the new pans of the praying set. There's an extra six colors. Let's use it. Oh, now we have this color of tattoo ink, purple or whatever. We figured out this is pre that. You know, it's all dated in, in yeah. some fashion, and it's the same but it's adapted you know how can you take you know again with butchering the who came up with these quotes like um style is taking something medial and making it look cool yeah you know it's like taking a haircut mm-hmm. and making that look cool like cool to do or a cool style out of it you know and it was said by a writer you know which you know clearly was you know saw the inside of that you yeah. know and I think that's a lot of it is like just that adaption, you know, in the in these fashion and, and you with this and, and the whole like YouTube thing, it's like, you know, you're taking something that's like whatever and, and delivering it to to a different people that a don't know, you know, because like the old dude, he knows all this crap about tattoos he's not sitting at home and watching youtube dude like i mean he's just not you know and so there is a gap in that and i think that's the important thing about all of this stuff is like you know again back to the quotes and dan higgs said that you know being in the middle you know yes traditional tattooing it's not about being at the beginning or the end and it's you know i'm again i'll butcher it it's about being in the middle and 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 cultivating something that's bigger than you so hoping that it will live long after you do and you know, and, and I think that's important. In, and I think it's important in the fact like, you know, cho- you know, like anything, you know, ingesting this and then choosing what's wrong and the faults in this. Right. And then uh, deciding that maybe for yourself or maybe as a collective community and, and moving on from that, like this is good or this is bad. You know, a lot of tattooing is really rooted in like, oh, why do you do? It? Oh, because that's how we do it. You know, clip core right. like Cool, like you like clip cords, and clip cords are traditional, and, and maybe there's better ones. And I'm not bagging on anyone's clip cord. Abilities. Every clip cord breaks. Every clip cord breaks. You know what? Scott Sterling turned me on to RCA, yes. dude. I go through one RCA cord about every three years. Yep. You know, if that. You know, and I think I have good ones, but um and putting know, on and a clip cord a, covers a lot It's a better easier. design, but I mean, it's a give and take in that too, because then you're like. RCA plugs wear out and it's probably easier to change a backbinding post on a machine mm-hmm. than it is to change like a, uh, You know, you got to unsolder the right. RCA So there's a little bit of, you know, ease and effort in that and I get that adoption, but you know I don't know. I, I think, you know in that it's like it's cool to be in an age uh, You know people will complain like oh, tattoos is, you know, it's ruined and this and that it's like man I have a bookshelf at the shop and you saw it. It was small. And in that bookshelf, dude, I have 60 lifetimes of people's work and I probably have a hundred in my basement. Like this book, you know, this, you know, stencil book was somebody's life work in tattoos, man, you know? And here I have 10 of them. Yeah. I have 10, you know, because dudes took the time to say that, you know, guys like, tattoo archive you know they took the time to save that and saw it as you know where other people like here's a story and I don't know that it's true it was told to me and you hear a lot of story and I'm not passing it off as truth so anyway um that's my phone will you turn that on um so all all the all the seller jerry flash sheets right all the ones that are in the in the hardy books right yeah uh, and I, I was told when there were two books, I was told by someone, and again I'm not gonna say who it was because you know, but whatever. There's enough for five more books. Really? We have one more book. So So by what they told me, there's enough for four more books. Okay, of equal quantity. Is of that what's just out holding there. out? I hey man, I don't know it's true or not. That's I, you know, that could be total BS whatever. But anyway. All of this, and and maybe it is just holding it out. And I, dude, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. not up to me. I don't own it. Right. But all of these were in a box, yeah. As a, as a set. And at one point, when moving, um, you know, Mike Malone took these and threw them away, and said, "No one gets this anymore. It's just, you know, they're moving back to the states. Whatever. Like it's just gar. It's trash. Like it's outdated garbage. Uh, you know." Cause this is the style now, you know, the style had changed and, uh, you know, again, supposedly, uh, you know, Keith Underwood pulled it out and said, Hey, no man, we're keeping it. Like you can't throw these away, you know? And again, I don't know that that's true and maybe it was different people or, you know, whatever. I'm not passing this off as a true story. I'm just passing this off as, you know, uh, this is a good metaphor for all of it. You know, there are people that, you know, uh you know dana has all these old original like spaulding sheets he learned to tattoo from dc paul who learned a tattoo from huck spaulding and paul rogers right direct line he has all the old stuff you know he he's like oh that you know he's like what like that's just crappy old whatever like check out this cliff raven stuff you know because that was cool to him and that was the whatever you know so there's always a you know like you know, the idea that it's all relevant because it's all, you know, A, regional, and B, based on other thing. You know, it's based on itself. I mean, it's grown from that. But to admit this and only know this, and what well, why do you do this? Or why is this important? And you see it with the small tattoos. Like, this is going to turn to crap. Like, right. this tattoo is going to be bad. People figured out how tattoos work. It's already been done. hundred 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 years ago. Like, they figured out. I mean, you think some of those guys weren't good artists and couldn't do a red outline on something like of course they could i mean Mm -hmm. you look at how some of the like diesel paint like dude that guy's fine you know i mean as good or better than any other artist you know Mm -hmm. and it's like you know these limitations weren't brought on by them Mm -hmm. i mean in some ways they were but you know or or what they had i mean these limitations were this is this is what we have to work with you know and though your ink might flow better and it might be something i mean it's you know, build a house with two walls. It doesn't mean it's going to be there in a year. You know. Right. So uh, anyway, uh, we should take a break and, see eat and start the laundry again. Yeah, let's do it, it was loud. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Ooh, Ooh bouncing. Let me make my adjustments. Yeah,
0: Mr. Matt Headley, Grand. Yes, yeah, sorry. Grand Tat, oh, puppeteer of tattooing at Red Sea Tattoo. Let's see. Where should I? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the <best>. Beard only. <laughs> oh man, poke it, poke it out. I hope your camera works after today. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're on an old wooden ship. Oh really? I get <laughs> <laughs> we, we have you been in here? Oh wow. man, wow. we're on oh, the Red yeah, Sea. Kansas, man. So, <laughs> yeah. We, we, <laughs> to tell you. What did you expect? Oh, I love it,
1: dude. After yesterday, that was actually just my bones. Like, uh, <laughs> that was just me that wasn't even the chair. It's I was just stretching out. Here.
0: Okay, uh, point that towards your pretty mouth. There you go. There you go, dude. Last night when I was um when I was heading back to our RV campground for the night, I was telling yes, I was like so inspired. I'm like, especially when we're talking about like Bert Graham and like how you know. How we know Bert Grimm today because of what he documented himself then and all the photographs he took and and I was like i'm documenting stuff like i'm I'm filming stuff like and it felt like I was like, I need to do more of this like it just really inspired me, you know, like just hearing those stories and stuff and just bullshitting until the early morning hours last night last well, morning well this that's morning
1: that stuff's <laughs> always funny too you know I was when in high school and Mm-hmm. We used to skateboard a lot, and there was always a dude that had a video camera, yeah. you know. And we were always like, "Dude, like, we're not even really that good at skate. Like, just put that thing away, you right. know." And it's how cool though to see, like, yeah. 20 years later, you know, the right. stuff you take for granted or whatever yep. don't or just don't even remember. Or even whatever. like a year so, later,
0: you know, I'll film a whole yeah, movie of being sure. you on vacation. And it kind of could be, you know, ah, uh, why are you filming that? Whatever. And it's like it's for us to remember. We're not gonna remember, sure. You know, and totally. going back and watching no, it, true. I like get to relive it a little bit. Yeah, it, to rekindle yeah. it. And I'm like, man, I want to like document as much as I can. And and um, I when I was when I was a kid, I was filming everything, but I never did anything with it. I was editing tape to tape, and, and uh-huh. like putting my boombox and recording that sound in there while I was filming the TV. And it was more staticky each time I filmed something over and uh all that stuff's gone and and uh, technology was changing so quick like the tapes were getting smaller and they're changing sure. and it's like well, what do you play it on now and then and then now you can like have services where you can send this stuff in they'll just digitize it put it on a dvd for you sure and i'm like i thought it was obsolete like sure. i would have never known that i could have i threw it away
1: yeah you know yeah. well everything good goes there anyway right so. yeah
0: yeah that's so i funny. think um I think the digital aspect of being able to just kind of almost do it for free, like I don't have to develop this, you know? Sure. I could just put it put it on, and it could be on, you know? Like, sure. I just, like, film it, edit it, put it out, and it and it's out, and it's there, you know? And I'm like, okay, cool. Now on to the next thing. It's out of sight, out of mind, you know? Because I'm not yeah. very organized. I don't, like, save all my clips sure. on my computer. It's a lot of memory. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and then it just gets to be so much, dude, mm, you know? Yeah. So, Yeah so is this, are we is this on oh, are we're we going it. oh it's you didn't happening. do the
0: clap thing oh shit! Huh. should we
1: do the clap thing You know, magic
0: you know what that's good because i can still use that before Man. i can still use that before because i just did that right Dude, now
1: you're an editing genius anyway you, edit, you, add, make it. You, you got it right i was waiting for the clap thing sorry it's all right like, oh, okay.
0: yeah no, thank you. That would be easier now than it would be never. I'd be like trying to like sync up a word or a creak from the mm. yoga ball or something, you know? Yeah. My so, legs. How'd you? I don't want to ask how you started getting tattooing. I want to ask like, where did you first see a tattoo? Where where, where oh, did man. tattooing become? How yeah. did you know it today?
1: Well, that's the funny funny story. Like, uh, I actually, kind of grew up here. And uh, my mom used to take me to this barber who was actually was on the other side of Kellogg, but it was on Patty Street. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was this old, uh, I don't know, I don't know his backstory, but he was slick back, black hair, looked like a bulldog, super yeah. beefy guy. And, and, you know, this is how, I, who knows if this is what it actually was, but uh, I remember on, on one forearm he had like a bird tattoo. And then on the other forearm, he had uh, like some dice or something, and I remember getting my haircut and just and asking my mom like, oh, you know, every time we go in there, like he has these on his arms, you know, and she's like, oh yeah, you know, those are permanent and they don't, you know, they're tattoos, they don't wash off. And I was, wait a minute, like you can have pictures on your arms that don't wash off, like, dude, sold, you know? Yeah. And I exactly. was probably like kindergarten or whatever, but that was like. You know, the first time I ever saw a tattoo or what, and my mom was probably like, oh, you know, like, mm-hmm. why did I take him to this guy, you know? Uh, but, you know, it's it stuck, and it's funny. The building's still there. The guy's probably long dead. but mm-hmm. uh, So that was the first time I ever, uh, you know, Saw tattoos, you know, and, and I had a
0: similar experience like you don't want those to last forever and like you just made that really valuable for me now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you forever. do want it to
1: last forever, because I remember getting the stick ons and just being so bummed when it fell yeah, off. You know? Yeah, so well, and it's kind of funny, like the first tattoo I ever had was out of like a Cracker Jack box and it was just like red uh, bird head mm-hmm. and I had it on and I just was so stoked on it and then it rubbed off or whatever. But, you know, through the power of Google. recently i was thinking about it and i looked it up and sure enough like there it is you You found it found the old one and i repainted it it's on the wall somewhere so i wish i would have got that for my first tattoo but on my forearm where it was still got to get it somewhere yeah yeah for sure Um, how cool same placement (laughs) yeah yeah right if only i was that cool you know so but yeah so that was like the first time i ever saw tattoos and you know as far as like getting into tattoos like Uh, I I grew up in Hutchison Kansas which is like uh, 45 minutes from here and uh, you know Hutchison is like uh, maybe the world's most boring place but um, one of the cool parts about living there was the state fair we get to state fair every year and for like two weeks like life was awesome you know because everybody was there all your friends were there. yeah I mean it was great and uh, one year uh, when I was 15 um, some bikers had set up a tent outside of the fair uh in a parking lot pretty close and they was doing tattoos Whoa. uh in a in like a, a tent or whatever like a big like fireworks tent or whatever yeah and uh you know this is before there are any laws in the state of Kansas or whatever and mm-hmm. you know I would ask I'd bum money off my mom like oh can I have 10 bucks to go to the fair you know and she'd give me 10 bucks and I wouldn't go to the fair, like, I'd put it in my pocket, right, because I wanted to get tattooed. Whoa. And so by the end of the week, I had saved up, like, 50 bucks, yeah, and uh, which was a lot of money, you know, to me back then. And uh, I wanted to get this one, but it was, like, 80 bucks, and uh. all I had was, like, 50 bucks, and I was leaving with the tattoo, you know? and uh so yeah the first time i ever got tattooed was in a tent outside really? the kansas state fair by some biker dudes when i was 15
0: that's so cool and so
1: yeah you know stuff like that is like kind what'd of. what'd you get uh this little sign that looks like a donut on my back now you still but, have it oh yeah oh yeah i'd never cover it up Fuck but yeah. uh yeah you know that stuff you know it doesn't really like exist anymore so it's you know it's funny because i feel like a lot of things i caught like the tail end of how things were uh, Mm. you know and see the transition but um so yeah i I got tattooed when i was 15 and you know really liked it and you know wasn't really good at anything else for that matter how long did you hide the tattoo oh yeah i i you know i thought that my mom didn't see it till pretty late but she says she had seen it before what i mean it's like what is she going to do you know Mm. but i don't know i was tattooing or whatever before she had like before it was, like, oh, yeah, and I have this other tattoo, by the uh, way. So yeah. 'cause Because that was, I mean, you know, it was a big deal. Like, no one in my family's tattooed. Like, that's just, I mean, they still, like, I'm, I think I have some cousins that have some tattoos. But, I mean, that was, like, I mean, you might as well, like, you know, you talked about the, like, gay or vegan thing. You know, yeah. it's, like, you, I mean, it was, like. You, same camp for them. Same thing, you yeah. know. So, uh, and even then, you know, after I had started tattooing, it was, like, oh, are you sure, like. And I think, you know, my mom, you know, she was kind of iffy about it until I quit asking her for money, probably. Mm. <laughs> and then it was like, okay, I guess, but maybe not, I don't know, but I was doing it, any, I was stubborn anyway. Long, yeah. on, long on guts and short on brains usually, so.
0: So how'd you, what got you like start dabbling with it? How'd you get going? Uh,
1: well, you know, it was one of those things like growing up in Hutchison, like, you know, at the time there were no tattoo shops. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was tracing and drawing stuff and was really into it. And, um, you know, I had, at the time, like there was like, you know, I, people always say things about Instagram or what, oh, you know, whatever negative stuff about it. And, and it's like, yeah, dude, I agree. You know, if you look at it like that. But, you know, when I was a kid, like there were one place in the city I lived where you could buy tattoo magazines and there was like three or four tattoo magazines they came out monthly and damn if I didn't know what like day and time, like there was that, you know, it's, Oh, it's the third Friday. Like, here we go. You know? Right. And, um, uh, so, you know, I was, I bought about every tattoo magazine that ever existed and, you know, they had like a letter to the editor part in, in one of them. And I sent in a thing like, Oh, I want to learn to tattoo, you know, like how do I do uh-huh. this? Like, let me know. Cause you know, whatever and some time had passed and uh another biker dude had actually bought that magazine in my town and he was just like tattooing out of his house kind of and um and uh found me through that like looked me up in the phone like looked up my last name in the phone book and just like called and was like oh you want to learn to tattoo and I was like yeah who's this and he's like oh this is you know so and so like come to my house because he was getting ready to open up a shop or whatever and You know, it was one of those, like, uh, learn what not to do situations. For sure. Um, And it was kind of crazy, like, you know, just being, like, a a young, like, you know, the first tattoo I ever put on, I was, like, 17. And, you know, it was actually the first tattoo I ever put on a guy. who's a carny, like, in town for the fair, you know, a couple years later. But uh, anyway, you know, it was one of those things. It was, like, definitely, like, learn what not to do with your life and, You know, it was weird because just being the skateboard kid and just with these like older biker dudes that had it pretty rough. And it's like, you know, like I watched these dudes do about every kind of drug there ever was. And, you know, and they, you know, opened up a shop or whatever, and I'd go to work and do all the typical like apprentice stuff, you know, all the crazy stories. And, and, you know, one day, you know, I think I was not 18 yet and, you know one day one of the dudes got arrested for something and one of the dudes just split just gone mm-hmm. uh so it was like man i'm the dude with the key and i'm the only one here and people are wanting tattoos and i've seen some dudes put on some tattoos and i've you know maybe done a couple small ones but it was like thrown to the wolves man ready to go Whoa. you know so it was like at at the time uh You know, it was was one of those things. It was like I was going to do it regardless, you know, which again is like, Mm -hmm. you know, like looking back, like, why did I ever think that I was capable of that? You know, but Um. anyway, there was this other dude, uh, the first guy that had tattooed me had opened up a shop in town as well. um, And he came over and, you know, tried to pull, you know, the like, oh, I'm going to scare this kid away or whatever, you know, like the tough guy stuff. And, you know, I was just stoked, like, you want to come in and talk about tattoos? Like, cool, you can talk down to me, like, whatever. Like, right. So, you know, he uh, he came and, and tried to muscle me out and it didn't really work. And he said, you know, then he fi- friends and stuff. finally came <laughs> over and was like, hey, man, you know, you give me this shot. I'll teach you how to tattoo. Whoa. You know, you work for me out of this place. Like, I'll teach you how to really tattoo. And I was like, well, you know, dude, I'm I'm moving in like a year, you know, I was moving up to Lawrence where he's like, I don't care, dude, like stay here, make some money, you'll be fine. So, you know, that's what we did. You know, he kind of showed me some, you know, before then it was like 14 rounds and like three needle liners, you know, and he's like, oh, you know, you got to use these mags and, you know, and then it's like, oh, this is how those dudes make those dots in these. And I would always like, Look at magazines and be like, "How do these dudes do this? You know, like, what do they even use? How, you know, I just do everything to make my tattoos look like theirs and just fail miserably. Right. And then it's like, oh wait, you know, like their tools are different. Of course, right. it's gonna look different. You know, um, you know. So that was really cool, and that, you know, was kind of fun. And you know, we had kind of the the corner of the market. You know, in that area, we used to do little fun things and. You know, one time there were some girls that went in there and they was looking to get little heart tattoos. Oh, I don't even on the back of their neck or something and and one of the "Oh, no, I'm not going to put that on you whatever. Well, is there any other tattoo shop in town?" "Oh, well, there's this guy, you know. He called me, "Oh, these chicks are coming over and this is what they want," you know, and I'd be they come in Oh, this! Oh, cool! That's going to be like a hundred bucks a piece. Yeah, because you know it's like now you're out of options,
0: you know. <laughs> so
1: it was like it was pretty fun, you know. Like, I mean, it was you know that time was a little weird because it was just you know there was no Google. There was, I mean, you could say anything to anybody, and just you know there was no like Yelp reviews or right. you know whatever. So it was just like kind of the wild west, and mm-hmm. and uh, it was pretty fun time, you know that whole deal and. And just kind of moved on from there, and you know I always had this idea like, "Oh I should go to college, and did that a few different places, you know, wall tattooing or whatever, and then finally it's like, nah, I don't need to go to college, man, you know, I just need to do tattoos right you know? you're already doing it, yeah. yeah, so you know, and it was one of those things too, like back then, is like, you know people complain about how great the old days were or whatever, but it's like, man, there wasn't that many people getting i mean. That's one of the things either people forgot or don't realize. Like the amount of people that got tattooed right. in 1998 was far less than you know, oh the 90s, and it did have booms here and there and whatever. But I mean, it's nothing like today, you know. Right. So I don't know, you know. There's always a bit of give and take in that, but um, it's but yeah, that's look yeah, yeah. That's you know, like Scott Sterling says, like you don't choose tattooing it chooses you you know i mean and that's the truth you know it's I like everybody i mean you can go out and really look for that and and yeah there are some dudes that get in it like that but those are never really the dudes that are just awesome <laughs> you know right. they're you know if you buy your way into it it's you definitely have a different perspective and a, a different take on it than it's just something that finds you you know right. i mean working towards something and it you know is is definitely different than you know setting you know i don't know it's a bit more magic i guess when it just kind of finds you so um but yeah so yeah that was you know it's it's weird to like talk about that stuff and look back i mean i imagine every tattooer's story is a bit like that like uh you know but but yeah it was it was fun man it was a good time what
0: happened to the to the guy so the the guy disappeared you're running the shop was the shop just yours like dude just mine yeah i mean
1: just they disappeared man i mean it was like Fucking you know it was wow. on the it was you know and that's the thing it was like on the edge of town and it was like you know connected to like kind of a like a head shop was right around the corner and the dudes like owned the building and the building was falling apart and it was like well do you got 350 bucks well then cool it's yours you know like i mean the dude just cared about getting the owner just wanted to get paid like you know, people didn't care. Like, they just wanted tattoos. Like, a lot of people didn't even know what a good tattoo was. Not that they do now, I guess. But, uh, you know, and it was just kind of a, you know, all these things sound crazy. Like, you got tattooed in a tent outside the fair. Like, what? So you cool. know, but it's like, that's just how it was, man. You know, I mean, yeah. all these things, like, like didn't exist, you know. So Yeah,
0: what other option was there?
1: There wasn't. That was the tattoo show. You know, show. And, it was, and it was one of those things, like, You know i realized like pretty early on into it it was like man well i'm either going to do this or i'm going to be like flipping burgers my life you know and it's like man this is way cooler than the, than the other thing you know than the other option and you know it was one of those things too where it was like you know i had some friends like later on that i was good friends with at the time like get into tattooing other ways and it was like dude you know like I spent my days in cleaning a toilet with a toothbrush and scrubbing dirty cootie tubes with bare hands and whatever and you were out skateboarding. And you know, and it's like, dude, like really? You know, and it's like, you know, it's a little bit resentful in terms of that I guess, but it's like, nah, you know, who's who's better off in that situation, you know? But yeah. I don't know, that's that's kinda crazy, you know, kinda crazy to think about. But, you know, again, it's like does it matter how you get into tattooing? I mean, you know, whether you got to break in the back window or whatever, dude, you know, you're here, you know, so. Yeah. And I think, you know, tattooing's really cool. And there's a lot of people that want to do it. But I, you know, there's a lot of traits that you have to have to be able to do it. You know, a lot oh. of people don't realize, like, do you hurt people all day? Oh, you yeah. know, you. I mean, and that's, you know, can be kind of heavy, you know, especially if you're not like a whatever. And and. um uh, I don't know, man. You know, there's a lot of things about it that people don't realize until they actually do it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh,
0: this is what this is. Oh,
1: this is a stressful job. And oh, this is really hard, you know. Uh, so I don't know. But, you know, I'm real thankful for it. Like where, you know, where would I be without tattoos, dude? I don't know. Right. You know.
0: So where'd you go from that from that shop the guy that i taking it over?
1: Um, yeah. So I just worked there for like a year um and it was cool you know we we'd play fun games and and uh you know i definitely got a little better at tattoos and uh you know and then i was you know moving uh up to lawrence to go to college and i was dating this girl at the time and you know she was like a year younger and i was kind of waiting on her or whatever and you know, had a job lined up there and, you know, got up there and then suddenly didn't have a job lined up there. And, you know, was there uh, like a semester and just realized like, you know, this isn't for me. These aren't really like, I don't know, like I didn't grow up rich and it's weird to be around like rich kids. Right. Um, I mean, not that that's like bad or whatever. It's just like not where I came from. And just to have like, you know so much and and not not even realize like where it came from or whatever you know it was a little awkward to be around um and it was one of the you know I stayed up there for for a semester and then you know came back to Hutchison and you know it was kind of fun because I'd come home on the weekends and tattoo and yeah. you know make more money than whoever worked all week you know right, yeah. and uh, you know that was pretty cool and and uh, just ended up moving back, and he had a couple of shops, like one one there and one here, and worked for him for a few years. And I was, you know, ups and downs. And and again, you know, it's it's weird to look back because you know, you know, she always looks at you know past jobs at these like what do they say, like ro- rose colored glasses where it was like, you, you know, you remember it better than what it really was, you right, know? Right. And it's like, yeah, you know, there's a bit of that. And there's a bit of like youth where it's like, um. you know, like I, you know, having $200 in my pocket, you know, I felt rich, you know, whereas like, you know, he was a businessman and it was like, he had a family and whatever, and everything was quantity and time and and, whatever. and I'm just trying to make cool looking tattoos, you know, right, like I'm yeah. not worried about, you know, nickel and dime. Like I just want to feel feel good about myself, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so that, you know, it doesn't really work out when people are motivated by different things. And not that his motivations were were wrong because they were, you know, they were his motivations at the time. But, um, you know, mine were just different than that, you know, yeah. and, it, and it is one of those things, too, where it, like. You know, all tattooers are assholes and it's hard to have like two assholes under one roof, let alone five or six, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. really. And so it's always, you know, you're talking about that shop with like 10 people that work there that are kind of, you know, different styles or whatever. It's like, dang, you know, like, that's amazing that these people can just put Pull up with one another, yeah. you know, it's um, an anomaly for sure. And so, you know, I think like, you know, and eventually two as a tattooer and, and any tattooer, you you start, you know, even if you're not motivated by money, you see that and you see, you know, at one, you know, when you start and everything's new and fresh, it's like, oh, 50 percent, like whatever, dude, I still got 200 bucks in my pocket. But then when you're, you know, at the end of the year, you're looking at the numbers or whatever, right. you're like, oh, you know, like this much money is going to this and, like, man, if I run in my own speed, right, so you know, you start that. doing the math mm-hmm. and it's, like, oh, um, you know, maybe this isn't, like, the best option or whatever. And then, also, the thing with that, too, is, like, you know, you learn what you, what you can learn and then it's, like, once you felt like you learned it as much as you can, it's, like, then what, you know? And there's always, like, another, like, mountain to climb or whatever, so... You know, and it was weird, like, a lot of the vibe was kind of weird there for me. Uh, again, a lot of it's, like, motivation and just where you come from and how you grow up. But it was a little bit more, like, um, like a higher-stress environment. And there's a lot of, like, macho stuff going on, and I was never that. Right. Um, and so it was just one of those things, man. And, it, you know, it was weird because after leaving there, I would like, just quit tattooing for, like, six months because I, I thought I didn't like it. But then I realized, you know, you it's, it's like not that. tattooing that I didn't like. It was just, like, where I was and who I was doing with that I that That was the issue, you know. Mm-hmm. I took, like, six months off and, you know, just kind of, like, painted and did whatever. And, and then, you know, oh, man, you know, I really want to tattoo. And, you know, I would um, come over to Wichita and work sometimes at the shop here and um, met some other people, and that by then there was a couple other shops uh, in town that had opened in the city. Like tattooing in the city was illegal until 1997, and wow. uh, yeah. Uh, and so then I came over and started working for this dude, and I would live in Hutch and just like couch surf or whatever I could do to come over and right. and work. And uh, you know, it's one of those things. You know, you just. In a place for so long you know and this is what i tell people that oh well i want to be an apprentice well how many times have you been tattooed here zero like how many times have you hung out you know i mean zero you know it's like i used to go in and be like oh what can i do today what can i clean for you like and it was one of those things that just made myself available Oh, look at my tracings. Oh, look what I'm doing. Oh, these people want tattoos and you're busy. Like, it was just a natural thing that happened. You know, it's like, it's not like a, oh, ready, go. It's like, you're here and you're not going to make tattoos or do tattoos or learn anything about tattoos if you're not in the tattoo shop. I mean, maybe now you can of look like Google or whatever. But I mean, That's back then, point. back then, it's like, you, unless you're, you're in it, like, you're not going to be that, you know, right. And that's always the thing. Like, even people come in, like, "Oh, I want to be a apprentice." Well, do you have any tattoos? No. If you don't have tattoos, like, how do you know you love it?
0: Do you even like this environment? Yeah, you you know.
1: And it's like you don't even know that you like me. You know, like. Well, and then I've had people like completely different styles than me. Oh, you teach me how to tattoo? No, because like what you like is not what I like. Yeah, And, like, we don't see eye-to-eye on, like, taste, so how can we communicate in terms of, like, art, you know, or tattoos, or even, like, how you approach a tattoo, you know? So, I don't know, I always thought that was kind of weird, but... um, Absolutely. You know, and that's, you know, that's one of the things, man, like... You know if you really love something then spend your time doing it and with any luck it'll love you back you know right. but you know just having somebody say oh yeah you can come hang out here and stick around and see what happens it's like don't think i'm not going to be there all day every day right you know because you know and that's the thing i mean some people you know they might have other options and this that and whatever and again it's like dude there was I mean, it was tattooing or nothing, you know, and I loved it, too. Like, it was such a magical world. Like, you know, just the just everything about it was just so like, wow, you know, and even nowadays, like I still come to work and it's like it's still magic, you know, and you can say whatever, you know, people say things that tattooing for a long time and bring up bad points. And it's like, yeah, dude, you know, all that stuff. True. But. You know, a lot of it's really just your perception and how you think of it every day, you know, and to me, it is still a magical thing. You know, I got this, you know, I follow this Instagram tag on like the northern lights, right? You know, Mm -hmm. like crazy. I saw this book at the library in the kids section. It's like how northern lights work. And it's like, whoa, like that's magic. And uh, hey, what's up? Oh, thanks, dude. You rule. I don't know. Who's it from? Oh, no. Is it from Singapore? It
2: is from uh,
1: the Ion3. Oh, yeah. Those are my needles. Oh, the pill ones. I'll give you some. Ones. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Did wow. it come today? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, off like oh, rad. That's yeah. weird. I was here. Really? Yeah. Yeah,
2: I was like, I thought
1: that was down but whatever. dude. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Hey, good, man. Uh, friends in from uh, California. They live in this bus and I'm he's right. just traveling around no, so no, no. Awesome. yeah so what's up man hey, how done? are you doing I'm right. <laughs> what do you know oh what do you got well,
0: I hey, go go this look,
1: yeah. cool yeah. oh, when are you trying to get it today yeah. oh man i think i'm gonna be doing this interview and then i think what i'm gonna be tattooing you? him today oh, how'd that um seahorse heal up oh, yes.
0: oh, can i see here? Here? Yeah. it off
1: oh man this guy's got hey thanks dude yeah, a- hey come over here and show me that let me see Let's check it show it out. him that peacock too man that peacock is rad look at that yeah,
0: whoa scooting a little bit more so the camera can oh, see you're famous yeah, now man. yeah you're famous <laughs> dude so good how'd this one heal up oh that's brand new yeah how long ago did you do the, the peacock up there huh how, how long, long ago did is got? this one? Oh dude i got no sense of time
1: has it been that long yeah, I love that one, too. That's yeah. one of my favorites. Awesome. So good.
0: Yeah. It all fits about, in nice. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that spider again with the lady's face, like,
1: going across. Dude, time. I don't think you got room for it. It's, it's really pretty tight. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, we, we could maybe. hold it up and see, oh, yeah. but well, I, I think it's too, like, up. wide or tall or whatever. Oh, okay. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the other idea, I just kind of drew this up. Oh, cool. Where's it going to go? I'm going kind to of try and fit it in there. Will it fit? I don't know. It's
1: kind of a. Uh. We could probably shrink that, that tight, down. But,
0: you know, yeah, that's Friday, easy yeah. enough.
1: Are you working yeah. tomorrow? Yeah. Oh dude. Yeah. When are you off? I'm off at
2: one, maybe two.
1: In the yeah. afternoon? Yeah. Come by tomorrow if Friday. you can. Okay. Or if not, what's tomorrow? Friday? Friday. Friday. Uh you working Saturday? I uh, yeah. Oh you are? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm off Thursdays. Oh, okay. The other day was just well if I miss yesterday. you this week, dude, just come by next Thursday okay. early at this time. Right. Okay. So okay. he'll okay. probably be gone by then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe right, we'll see right. hey dude yeah, thanks yeah. for coming by yeah. have a great day sorry i couldn't get with you oh, right. um what that's were you, rad um what were you talking about tats and magic oh yeah you know it's like this northern lights book and so it goes yeah. through and explains like how all of it works and it's like solar flares and da 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 and the curvature of the earth and it's like no man, like that's just magic. You know, and it's like
0: <laughs> like dude, I've done
1: tattoos for like 23 years. Like how do they stay there? Like how do they look like, like I don't know dude, it's just magic, you know? And I and it's like you know, I I think it is. Like it is some <laughs> sort of crazy magic and it's like Quantify it all you want, but you know, to me, it's just like I'm caveman. So it's like, whoa, <laughs> picture of in skin, you know, like wow, you know. So I don't know, you know. I still, it's still one of my favorite things on this planet, you know. Like, I think it,
0: even just seeing like a like blank skin and pulling a line like oh, I made a line on you and that line is there and it's going to be there.
1: Especially when it's good and you're like, whoa, like that's not extra blown out or extra fallout. Like that's pretty good. Like that one isn't, but that one is, you know? (laughs) So yeah, you know, I think, I think that is such an amazing thing and it's, you know, it's like, um, there's this idea called like flow, right? Like, Mm -hmm. have you heard, you know that like, uh, like, like when you do a physical activity and you're essentially like, like surfing or, you know skateboarding or even tattooing where you're at like your maximum oh. and everything is like you you know your thoughts are completely thoughtless and you're just in the moment and you just like flow right? right and I think like tattooing is like that maybe not for everybody, but you just kind of fall into that you know even if it's just for brief seconds like pulling that line or whatever until the person starts crying or whatever you know and pulls you out of it but uh, or answers their phone and right. trying to draw a line. But, uh, you know, I think, like, like in that, it's like it, there is something, you know, magic to doing tattoos. If you're wired like that. I mean, some people, you know, again, like, it's not for them and, and whatever. Right. So, I don't know. But, yeah, like, tattooing to me, you know, I had some guys come in and they were talking about, you know, so-and-so said this about tattooing. it was pretty heavy, like. I don't even remember what the what the thing was, but it was like a f- more famous guy, and he had quit tattooing, and tattooing's like uh, the cancer of man, or you know something real crazy, and it's like, wow, dude, really? Yeah. Like that sucks that you view it like that, but more for me, I guess. Right? You know? Yeah. So, I still like it. Yeah. you <laughs> Later. Know? So I don't know. I mean, there's bad things, you know, negative stuff about anything for yes. that matter. But yes. Yeah. You know, I. You know what's cooler than tattoos you know i don't know nothing that you know no f- no f- no like material thing that I found I guess you know right i don't know
0: so then from like six months off coming back on coming into town and like kind of couch surfing, where do you go from there? do you have open up the first man
1: man you know like uh i I tattooed at that guy's shop for almost t- say two years, uh-huh. and you know again like um. You know, everybody, everybody is wired different. Everybody has different experiences, um, and I, you know, had kind of started out with dudes that were, you know, in and out of AA or NA or this and that, and and the, you know, the intensity in that. I mean, and again, it's uh, you know, I've never been an alcoholic. Like I don't know that I can necessarily relate to that. Like. It, so, it was always a little weird, like, you know, it's almost like replacing one addiction with another, like, oh, and now I just go to meetings three times, you know, a day or whatever. And now I drink coffee and now I smoke cigarettes and the intensity I had for this is now diverted over to somewhere else, you know, right. which isn't necessarily bad. I don't think that's a bad thing, um, but it's just like that lifestyle and, and that like way of living Um That just wasn't me, and and uh, you know things had kind of come to a head with him, and you know, I I mean again, like all tattooers are assholes, and it's hard to have two assholes under one roof, and I most definitely am an asshole, so uh, you know it was one of those things, like you know most most work or tattoo work relationships don't end well. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't end well. Well, especially
0: and, tattooing, because you spend so much time together. It's always for Sure,
1: personal. sure. Yeah. Uh, and then there's always, like, um, uh, like, foundational, you know, like, like, what is your foundations of tattooing? Like, what are your thoughts? Like, how important is, like, safety? You know, how important is, like, cleanliness? You know, how important is it to, like, draw a nice or is it not, you know, is it more important to make money? Is it more important right. to, you know, and then so it's like, you know, you you have some like splits in the road with that, you know, with things that it's like, well, you know, I, I can't get behind that, you know, I can't get behind these ideas in, in any fashion, you know, um, you know, so I left there kind of messy and You know, I I never really planned on opening a tattoo shop. Like it was never like, oh, I'm going to leave and go open my own place. You know, it was just like, I'm going to leave and figure it out as I go. Well, there was really nowhere else to go. Uh, And especially like Wichita, I think at the time uh, when I opened, I was the third tattoo shop in town. Um, The first one, my friend uh, Ron Dolachek, who has that shop out in Lucky Devil, uh, and then it was where I worked at the time and it was me um, you know and it was one of those things like again like the zoning here is really weird so it's like man you really had to luck out on a building and uh, you know like the whole Red Sea thing came from like it was the, the most vindictive name I could come up with you know if you're familiar with that in the Old Testament mm-hmm. you yep. know it's like you know getting away from, from your, your your slavery and, and then the the waves crushing, you know, who who like uh, enslaved you, you know. Uh, so it's like the most vindictive name I could come up with at the time, and I was throwing around a few other ones, and you know, I was always like China Sea, you know, like, you know, it's like it's Wichita, Kansas. Like, what are you talking about, Sea? Right. So it was just the name that kind of stuck, and uh, you know, it's funny. I used to have this like hand-painted sign out front over there and people would come in and be like red sex this is red sex <laughs> like couldn't even read it right like i'm like no dude it's it's red sea man like uh, Nay. yeah you know so that was all. like why did i name it this you know um but there it wasn't you as them yeah well let's say that right um but yeah so that kind of stuck and yeah, you know, kind of a, a crazy, sad story. That the guy I named that, you know, because I left that place and ended up killing himself, uh, you know, later or whatever. And and it had nothing to do with me, you know, right. uh, directly. Anyway, uh, so it's one of those things. It's like be careful what you ask for, I guess. So, right. uh, you know. And I mean,
0: I, how much worse would your environment be if you had to be there for that too? Sure, like, maybe you not. Know, no uh, and and that's you. and
1: that's the thing with that you know? is like. You know, I don't know. You know, I had a hard enough time like keeping my own head on straight. It's right. like, uh, I mean, I think I was probably like, you know, 20, 21 at the time, and yeah, I'd go out and drink and stuff. But not, I mean, I wasn't an alcoholic and whatever. And it was like, you know, there is an in between. You know, and I don't, yeah. I haven't drank in like 10 years, dude. Like, I hate it. But, you know, that was always, it was a weird time to be, you know, who I was then, and then show up to a shop where it's like. You know, you you just don't do that, you know, and it was like, and there was no like, I mean, it was like, you know, people you meet, their personalities will almost like run over onto you. You know, they're so Tell strong me. personality that it's like Well
0: you're spending time with them, you're consuming you, that. You're, you're getting, evolve or devolve. Yeah, I mean you're getting enough, rolled
1: over by that. Sure. You're be and that. and again, for a time, usually that isn't a bad thing and you kinda take it in and right. this is what I like, this is what I don't like, and pick the things that you know, and grow out of it.
0: But you don't necessarily want your beginning but, to be your but end. you don't
1: necessarily want to stay in that. Yeah. So um, so yeah, I was like the third shop at the time and you know, found a spot that was like not super close to him and not super close to my other friend and you know told him like hey dude like I'm not trying to step on your toes but this is what you know I'm gonna do because I was still friends with him but I wanted to remain friends with my friend Ron and and not work with him you yeah, know because totally. sometimes it's better just to be friends and and not work and not that he asked me to um, but and maybe he saw, thought the same thing but you know I just wanted to have him as a friend and and not like a work Absolutely. person because I'd burned all my other bridges you know all my other two bridges locally yeah um so yeah you know it's one of those things i opened up a shop, you know and he and even now i'm sure it still exists like it's hard to find somebody that'll rent to a tattoo shop you know in wichita kansas you know anywhere and uh so i was i was in that shop and and it was cool or whatever um, in
0: my experience it's easier to open in like a medical marijuana dispensary
1: and, and maybe the, I mean and there's yeah. way more money behind that and I appreciate that to an extent you know I'd much rather people be like oh we don't want a tattoo shop here rather than oh tattoo shop money you know like I see it as that I just think they think you know?
0: like they think party, biker, drug, sure da, da, da. sure like, and, that's, and in some
1: places it? that's probably fair totally. uh, you know Thing, but I
0: mean, the tattoo is diverse now. I mean, I,
1: I'd almost rather have that than some greedy businessman that's like, "Oh, you're gonna make a ton of money because you do tattoos, and I'm gonna jack your rent," mm. you know. So anyway, I was over there uh, across the street for a couple years, and it was one of those things like, you know, before me, it was an escort service in that really? building, yeah. And I have some funny stories. That's why they rented to you because it was like, I mean, well, and I think the deal was it was a couple like. This dude owned a bunch of properties and his friend owned a bunch of properties around and he wanted this other guy to buy this building and he was like, well, escort service, maybe he'll buy it from me then. Oh, a tattoo shop, maybe he'll buy it. So anyway, the guy did buy the building and then I got the boot, right? Um, Because it was like, you know, he had other plans for the building, didn't want me there, um, which was fine or whatever. And, um, you know, it was really cool coming over here. This has been like, I mean, my favorite place outside of maybe a porch in Manitou Springs that I've ever tattooed that I, you know, really loved. I mean, it's not too big, not too small. My my landlords are awesome. Like uh, I told you a bit about him last night, you know, he's really yeah. like a self-made guy from, you know, came from nothing and, you know, like really realized like the importance of people uh, over money and like the long run of money, you know, it's like, yeah, you could do this and make more money today, but is that, you know, the long run of really making real money, you know? Uh, hey, how are you doing? I'm great, how are you? Hey, good, what can I help you with? Well, uh, I just came to Well, I think you're out of luck today. That's fine. Uh, what are you trying to get? Um, an anchor. Do you have a picture of it? I do have a picture of it. Where are you going to put it at?
2: Um, I like
1: it on my side. Oh, jeez, are you tough? Hold it hold, oh, Okay, cool. Right <laughs> hold, hold it up. Something like that. Oh
2: yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. How big are you trying to do it? Uh, I mean, I don't need it huge. I mean, I'm open to your interpretation. Like that size or a little bigger? A little bigger. Okay. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I can have good sure. I mean, yeah. yeah, probably the smallest I'd probably want to do. It's like, yay. Okay. Uh, probably like 200 bucks. Okay. Uh, I do just take walk-ins here, but I'm doing this interview deal, and then he's getting tattooed, so that's probably going to be my day. Um, But uh, I'll be taking walk-ins all day tomorrow, all next week. If you're here, I open at noon. Uh, If you're here a little before, I'll get you right in. So, yeah, yeah. What are you doing right now? Uh, Podcast. Yeah, you're on it now. So there you go. No, no, it's okay. I'd much rather you talk than me. You're, yeah.
0: Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Have a great day. That's, that's hilarious.
1: Cool. Uh I think that's a
0: teacher at Momo School. Really?
1: Yeah, I think so. That's, no, that's funny. That was... I was like, where do I know that girl from? Uh it's
0: almost like that story of like of oh no, that's different. I was saying like that story of uh who was it you were telling me last night that he was tattooing in the shop and then the principal walked in from the shop mm. and then he's like, Wait, you're making more money than me tattooing? Seller like, Eddie. Like, yeah, yeah, seller yeah. Eddie, mm.
1: yeah. Yeah, so funny.
0: But, yeah, you know,
1: I mean, like, moving over here was awesome because, you know, it wasn't like, oh, you're the weird tattoo guy. It was like, oh, well, can you swing the rent over here? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I can. And, okay, you know, cool. You know, the lease was like a joke. And, you know, I a few times would be like, oh, man, you should sell me this building. And, you know, he'd look at me and be like, You know what, man, you you see that where that paint store used to be? He said they paid for this building three times over. Everything's paid for. Why would I sell it to you? This is all money in my pocket, you know? And okay, you know, well, don't kick me out, you know, because I really like being here. Yeah, said, you know, he told me once he said, you know, you'll be here as long as you want to be here and ain't nobody going to kick you out. And really cool guy, you know, older guy, never had it wasn't tattooed remotely, you know, Invite me to his him and his wife's like 50th anniversary and his birthdays and Christmas parties and stuff. Oh, and, cool. you know, was a really great guy, you know, and his family still runs next door. And, uh, you know, I feel very fortunate to be here, you know, not only just for like the the right amount of space, um, but just just, you know, there's never any issues. There's never any like shady, you know, one of the things that makes me really hot is like um, leasing agents yeah. And getting like a third party involved in something that, that need doesn't need to, to, you know, it's like, dude, if I can't have a relationship with the land, you know, it's like, I don't need a third party involved in that. Yeah. Um, and it's just very like, you know, that bear is going to obstruct what you sure. need to talk about later yeah. on. And it's well, put there for a reason. You know, and one of the things too, man, you know, another tattooer from town came over and at one point there's a spot next door and came over looking next door and you know my landlord showing him the place said oh well, what are you wanting to put in here and he said oh well a tattoo shop and he said nah we already got one tattoo shop yeah, here we don't need you up. get out of here yeah and just told him straight up like fuck you leave
0: absolutely and
1: uh you know a lot of landlords though yeah they'd be like wait so you got how much money okay right. you know and they wouldn't care right. you know and that's you know one you know really cool and came from like You know, he'd always talk about uh, Walmart, Walmart, Mm. you know, and it was like, you know, the, the separation in that, you know, he saw the rise of that being the small guy and really focusing on customer service. And that's even still a big deal over there. I mean, they service like vacuums and sewing machines and it's I mean, if you get a sewing machine or one service, dude, they'll carry it to your car, you know, like that's just the thing, you know, and they'll go out of their way to help you and. And whatever, and just to see like the decline, you know, in that. One of the things that was his slogan, and I'll butcher it here, um, was uh, the the bitterness of poor quality lingers long after the taste of a good deal is forgotten. Yep. You know, and it's like, whoa, you know, and that's you know, kind of helped cement like some business ideas and just like how to treat people ideas, like just being around him, you know, and and how he did it, and. You know, so I, I feel real fortunate to be to have been here and to still be here. Uh and it's been um thirteen or fourteen years in this building. Um How and Red Sea's uh two thousand two, so Okay. Um
0: I'll do this. Three, four, five. Yeah, you know, it's weird, like I remember everything
1: based on based on that, you know, like like when was I tattooing here, you know, but and so has uh, it
0: always been, like, solo, you just doing it? You know,
1: I had a guy who used to answer the phones for me and used to set appointments. I was in another shop on Waterman for, like, a year, and the layout was screwy, uh, so I needed one. But as far as, like, tattoos, like, no one's ever tattooed out of here. But uh, my friend Ron, that he would come back when he moved and would would tattoo just to, like, transition over mm-hmm. to uh, Colorado Springs. And then Her. Uh and that's been the only people that have ever tattooed out of here but me wow. I think Um uh, and I could be wrong on that but uh, you know and it's just one of those things it's not you know not that anyone else is like unworthy or whatever but again it's like the Kansas laws are screwy and you know who knows if that'll ever change and I'm sure to and, some extent
0: like this is like your domain this is like it's figured out you know like bringing our equation sure. into it sure well and that's better?
1: and it's like you know in that It's like, I don't know, like, how much money do you have to make? Right. You know, it's like, I mean, you could make whatever, but you're going to give it all up in taxes, you know. It's like, and I get it in places that are like, the rent is so high, you got to have like five or ten tattoos in a place just to break even. It's like, yeah, I get that. But it's like, I don't know, you know, And, and, and maybe my my priorities have been askew, but you know, a lot of just coming from like where that I came from and just all the like drama stuff and just the like attitude and the egos and just the, you know, quirkiness or whatever. It's just, just something that keep it I just wanted to come and tattoo, man, you know, like I don't need yeah. all the other stuff, like I just want to show up and tattoo, you know, and that was always the most important thing, so it was like eliminating what got in my way of just coming to work and doing tattoos you know Mm. it's like i didn't want to be the shop boss or the whatever or you know getting a cut of everyone doing tattoos. you know never wanted to be the walmart of tattoos like i just wanted to go do tattoos man you know and even still it's like man i should maybe be like businessman and do these things better or whatever it's like nah, man i just want to do tattoos you know yeah um So I don't know, you know, so a lot of it's probably based in that, but I mean, I'd really like it if uh, I could have like guest artists because I think like, man, I could get along with anybody for four or five days, you know, and that'd be fine. It's just the repetition in that sometimes where it's just like, oh man, I've heard that story 10 times and now I want to choke you, you know, Um, and I'm sure they'd say that about me too. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, I, I don't think it's for everybody. You know i i think a lot of times it's cool to see like tattooers work together and they almost take both of their cells and then become one you know like their styles mix and you're like oh that came from that shop i don't know who did it you know but it's i think that would be really cool to have um you know but i was always motivated you know like i never was like oh i'm too lazy to paint, or too lazy to tattoo, or whatever. Like yeah, you're on I'm it. All, you we know, this like morning
0: and last night. And yeah, November, yeah. Well, and, that, and that's the thing with
1: that flash stuff. It's like, you know, you have to. use, I mean, yeah, I might paint on something for like three minutes, five minutes but in between. But still, that's
0: time I'm spending on my fucking phone. Sure,
1: but and and the, but then by the end of the week, yeah, three minutes here, three minutes there, it five minutes here i mean it adds up to a sheet you know or whatever mm-hmm. um and i have a new
0: anchor for the walker y-
1: yeah so yeah. it's one of those th- and then i think a lot of that too is like removing your obstacles like um you know if you spend more time on your phone or like setting up you know it's like so many tattooers like they have to take the time to set up their paint situation or get whatever and it's like no man if it's out and it's right there if it's in a place then all you got to do is just go to it, completely you know, like agree. even like your paint set, like flipping open a pan of watercolors, you know, it's like, as opposed to, Oh, let me dip these out and add, you know, and mix all this and get ready. Right, you know, it's like preparation time, like eliminate agree. the preparation time so you can go direct, you know, a lot of people, you know, in the past, oh, how do you paint so many sheets? Dude, I live 10 minutes from here. You're in the car an hour and a half to get to work an hour and a half to get home in that. You know uh two hours and three hours uh you know time you know what i could paint like two or three sheets maybe you know um so i think a lot of that is just like you know a if you're able to do that i mean some people have to drive an hour and have to work and there's no way around that right you know but it's just like whittling away you know at the things that are really essentially unimportant in what you're trying to do Mm -hmm. and not letting like the phone i mean and i do that too you know don't think i don't whatever but i try to like compartmentalize it like oh i'm in bed it's late everyone else in my family's and i catch myself looking at it sometimes but you know just try to put it where it's supposed to go you know um and i think that's a lot of it you know especially if you want to like paint flash or you know just you know with the tattoos it's obviously you need like a customer in front of you and that's just whenever whatever but you know removing those things you know i think is is really the essential and minutes you know minutes add up you know if you're screwing around or you know whatever it's like oh man think about the time you wasted you could have been doing whatever and then also the other part of that is you know if if you're working on something you don't really love you're not going to like want to do it you right. know i mean and that's the thing if you have something you're working on that you're into it's like man you know oh cool you know like let me let me work on this while we're you mm-hmm. know people come in and i'll be painting and they'll talk and i'm like oh cool you know and a lot of that you know uh i was in picture machine uh some years ago in san francisco and it was lyle tuttle's son and he was talking to me about like um pad and like that whole you know, like growing up in that situation and and you know like dude how do you think that guy made so much flash like because he sat there and just i mean did it like talking to customers every wow. second of the day you know that's how he did it you know Um and and lyle tuttle like junior he had this you know i'm sure you know seen it it's oh i got one around here somewhere it's that like one in the spalding catalog of the big grizzly bear it's like the whole oh yeah, whole yeah. it's kind of the head is uh-huh. a little turned or whatever mm-hmm dude he had this on his leg and it was this big dark you know solid he had put some yellow highlights he's like how long do you think this took and i said oh dude i you know i have no i have no frame of reference in terms of him he said no well how long would it take you Mm -hmm. you know at the time i said well you know probably like three hours you know he said dude this took him 45 minutes and it was like 30 years later super solid still and it's like dude i don't even know i could think that tattoo in thirty minutes, you know, let alone move my body and that. But he can do it. So why can't I? You know? So it's like, you know, you just figure out like, you know, the your waste. You know, get rid you know, it's like that um Bruce Lee quote, you know, hack away at the unessential. Figure out what is unessential. Hack away at it, you know. And that's, you know, I don't know. Again, there's I haven't found anything material or ways to spend my time like that, you know, with a, not a person. I mean, obviously like people in relationships right. are far more important than like pictures or paper or tattoos or tattoo machines. And that's what's really important. But, um, you know, as far as like outside of that, it's like, man, there's nothing cooler, you know, even, you know, i you know, 90% of this stuff, I'll probably never tattoo on somebody, but it's like the other day I had somebody come in got one that I drew like four years ago and never did, you Mm. know, but it's like, if you build it, they will come. Yep. But if you don't spend your time doing that and you don't have that to show, then you'll never do it, you know, or even buying flash. It's like, if you want to do cool flash, you got to have it, you know? And if you don't have it to be like, Oh, you should get this you know, then how are you going to do that? I mean, yeah, yeah, it goes back to the cell phone. If there's no menu, how do you expect them to pick off of it? Exactly. You know, and I think that's one of the things that, you know, we as tattooers are really bad at, like, you know, like with you and talking about like showing people like traditional tattoos on this YouTube platform or whatever. It's like, you know, if you don't tell somebody or if you don't show them, how do they know? You know, it's like, Tattooers forget the first time they were in a tattoo shop and the dumb things they said and what they didn't understand about it, you know? And it's like, you know, like, you know, I'll sell Flash or whatever, and it's like, you know, how do you expect to do this stuff unless it's, like, staring at someone? And that's the yep. other magic about Flash. It's like, you know, people will come in. Well, like, for instance, that dude that was just in. Right. First time I ever tattooed that guy, he brought in uh a, a thing he had made on the computer this is what i want how to change it around a little bit you know whatever put it on him second time or no that was the second time the first time he brought in this little b you know third time he brought in this deal but after like two or three times they sit in here and you're stuck right you're stuck here for hours like and, you're just, and you're just and you're looking at it and 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 you know whatever and maybe it just like sticks in your head or whatever But always after putting like two or three tattoos that they might bring in or whatever, then they always like, Oh man, I've had my, every time I come in, I see that one, you know?
0: And once they get that one, now they know that this is something they can get. Well, and
1: then, and then also come in here to get it. And then also they see that because that's another thing that's always funny about that. People don't understand. It's like, well, if it's art, it can be a tattoo, right? Like, yeah. I mean, technically, I mean, any art can be put on your skin. But that doesn't mean it's going to look good. That doesn't mean that it looks like that on skin that it does on paper. Mm -hmm. And all of like really good tattoo flash, yeah, you might like it on paper. But man, when it's on skin, it's a thousand times better, you know. And that's the thing. Like a lot of people like artists or designers or or even just a a regular person, you know, that knows nothing. It's like they don't get like, you know, tattoos were drawn by tattooers to be awesome. You know, it's like you would never tell a plumber how to plumb your house, you know, and I get it. There is art and there is whatever, but a lot of making a good tattoo is simply just craft and knowing how to construct it like a house. Like this is how you build a house. I think the art
0: into tattoo art, these are tattoos, you know,
1: and and maybe not even art, but just like tattoo craft. Right. Um, And I think that's where a lot of tattooing has kind of failed where it's 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 come away from the craftsman and into the artist you know and yeah it's art and yeah it's cool and it's that's that time and and whatever and i and i'm not like bagging on that i think there'll always be a place for that in tattoos and there should be but in terms of tattooing like to me it's like man would i like to try to build a house myself or would i rather talk to a dude who's built a house because it's like I mean, it's going to be with you, you know, for so long. It's like, make it last, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I I think that's, you know, the other important thing about tattoos and, and with like flash too, it's like, you know, there's a lot of mistakes I'll make in painting a thing of flash. Like, oh, you know, and I used to be weird about it. Like, oh, make it all clean and look perfect. And then I went to, uh, I was up in uh, Portland and I don't know if you've seen it, but, um, the, uh, Robert crumbs. Um, Genesis book mm, Have yes. you seen it? Yeah Amazing right Yeah. So we went to this museum They had all the originals Whoa. Uh, Just plastered everywhere yeah. And it was I mean dude This guy's keeping The whiteout companies In business man really? Just like Whiteout Just like You could tell Like he maybe Left out a letter And he whited out Half the right You know I would
0: never know And it's
1: just built up Built up I mean so much Whiteout on these sheets man And I thought like Man like dude, like, if Robert Crumb can use uh, whiteout, like, dude, I shouldn't be weird about it. So, you know, like, I'll oh, man, I shouldn't have put that black over so far, white out. You know, it's like, I'll figure out all my mistakes on that sheet of paper, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and make it like, oh, well, this is my blueprint for the tattoo. If you like you that, know? you're
0: going to love the tattoo. Totally,
1: you know, and I think a lot of times in, like, custom tattooing, it's like, yeah, that's cool, but, man, if they would have done it one other time, it would even be that much better, you yeah, know? if you are the
0: fourth one, you're probably just getting the best one. Sure, yeah. you know?
1: And I think, like, and, and again, I, I think everyone's different, and I don't mean to, like, talk bad on people that just do custom tattoos, because, you know, I couldn't do it all day, mm-hmm. you know, draw, you know, all night to go tattoo you know? It's like, there are people that do that, and I think that's amazing. I, I don't, you know? Uh, I don't have the time, unfortunately. Um, I think you're just allocating the time towards drawing It's a a different thing, sure, in different ways But, but, you know, in that, you know, it's like And I don't mean to throw anybody under the bus But, you know, we knew this other couple Where one of them was a tattooer And the other one would, you know, brought it up once Like, to her, like, oh, it's a bummer That he has to come home and draw all night And you guys never get to hang out, huh? And she's like, oh, well, he doesn't you know, like, I don't have to draw a sleeve for tomorrow. You know, I do this when I want whatever. And if I do get custom work, it's like, leave me a deposit and I'll call you when I'm ready. Yeah. You know, and it's like they you know, and they're not together anymore because this other tattooer would go to work, tattoo all day, come home, have to draw all night. The Japanese, you know, sleeve or back piece right. or whatever. And that's the kind of tattooer they wanted to be. And it's like, dude, I couldn't do that having a kid and a wife, you know? And so yeah. it's, again, it's that adapt. And that's not necessarily, I hate doing big tattoos, you know? Um, and so it's just the adaption of what fits to you as a person and how you look at things, you know? Like, dude, four hours into a tattoo, man, and I get ADD and it's like, man, I'd rather just go outside and hang out for a while, you know? Right. So I don't know. And a lot of that's just. Personality or whatever and and again i'm not saying one's better or, or or worse or whatever but you know i think it's just figuring out what is you and what works for you and what works for the time that you given and and where your priorities lay i mean if it's more important for you to draw japanese you know body suits than to have like a family or a relationship then do it you know right. um, but it's not to me so. how have you
0: found it like lending yourself like like, how have you found, like, transition from being a tattooer to being a father that tattoos? Like, oh, has that been tricky? Or does, like, the no. style of tattooing lend itself to be able no, to do that? No, you know,
1: it, it's, it's been pretty awesome. Because, you know, when I, when I started tattooing, you know, these dudes, they just, I mean, they were biker dudes. Like, they didn't plan either. Like, they just did walk-ins or maybe an occasional appointment. But, you know, as, like, the, the younger tattooer, you know, I remember telling them, like, oh, I want to be, I want to do walk-ins. I want to be booked up want to right. do custom stuff you know because that was like what's cool and that's what I thought was cool and you know and then I got like booked up you know and and when she got pregnant it was like one of those things like dude I was booked up for two months and it was like I you know A, it was horrible because I'd come to work and see everything I was ever going to do all day every day for the next two months and even if it was awesome it was like oh tomorrow I got to do this big eagle I want to do you know and just the thinking about it you know, whatever, and I think like the custom drawings and the oh, change this and oh, move my day and oh, you know, it's exhausting as a tattooer. And if you have somebody to do it for you, it's not. But I didn't, you know. Um, and so it was one of those things. She got pregnant, and it was like, well, I can't really take appointments. You know, I don't know when this baby's gonna come out. Like, so I did my two months of appointments and just told people like I'm just doing walk-ins until I get this baby situation under control right and it was and it was so liberating it was like whoa like i don't have to come to work and know what i'm going to do today you know people come in oh, i want to get tattooed oh cool well I'll see you in two months tattoos aren't about two months from now they're about today you know yeah uh to me you know like when i want to tattoo it's like yeah if you're traveling you plan for it or whatever or try to but it's like you know the average like wichitan like dude, they want a tattoo today, you know? And it's a very like, oh, I had this experience or this thought. And you can or, share
0: the excitement with them because you're figuring it out you're in, your in, real in time. time yeah. Well, yeah,
1: you know, it's not like, oh, two months from now. And it was, you know, switching over, you know, it was like, oh, now I'm taking walk-ins. And, you know, switching over to that was like so liberating. Um And I just like found, you know, that, that like, I don't know, that magic in tattoos where it wasn't like just like, work mundane like draw tattoo you know pay by the hour i mean it was like do you come to work and it might be the best day ever or it might be the worst day like you don't know you know and that's one of the things i i like about living anyway it's like and you figured that out like with the whole best thing it's like you don't want to know what you're doing every day like that's the magic of life you yeah know? You're like what's the plan i'm like and, it, and I'm again it and I'm again like you. being in the right place at the right time and, right. and being there it's like how are you going to, because if you're tattooing, you're booked up two months, you're not really here. I mean, you're not available to customers. You're not in it, you know. Um, so I don't know. I just I just like that. And, you know, we talked about, like, Dan Kubin and how he sells tattoo machines. Well, you know, that's how I sell tattoos, you know. It's like I had a girl get all mad at me a couple weeks ago because I said, well, you know, I open at 11 on Saturday. Well, I always get here a little early because, you know, I come from, if you're not. 30 minutes early, you're 15 minutes late, you know? And that's right. just something that, you know, maybe is a Midwest thing or whatever. So I'm here early, I show up early. Dude, there's five people waiting at my door at, you know, 10:15. like, it's a line. Like, I don't care what time I officially opened the door, they were here first, you know? Yeah. I'm tattooing them first, what makes your money better than theirs? Like, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, she comes in at 11 and I'm already tattooing, there's already five people waiting. And she's like, dude, you told me to be here at 11. Like I said, well, I told you I opened at 11. But it's, you're already, you know, it's like, dude, it's a lie. You know, it's like Best Buy Nintendos, man. If they run out of Nintendos, there's no more Nintendos. You yeah. know? You're going to leave them a bad review on Yelp because they ran out of Nintendos? Like, And, you know, like, that's another thing that makes me mad. It's like, I have like three bad reviews on Google and it's all like, oh, I drove 30 minutes to get tattooed and he was already booked up today so zero stars or whatever it's like dude that's not my fault man you know like that's insane you know yeah so i don't know i just prefer to sell tattoos like that there's no like you know favoritism there's no like you know wait for two months there's no call me five times and and change your idea of what you want and how you want it it's like dude just come in and get tattooed you know I love and that I, and that's the thing like computer people it's like one thing i've noticed with that the more someone emails me the less they're coming in to get tattooed you know it's like people right. that really want tattoos they're showing up and buying tattoos i agree and it's like dude i'm not i don't have time to babysit you on the phone and to you know whatever just show up and talk to me dude like I'm, i have fat fingers i don't type very good like Show up and get tattooed, man. You yeah. know, there's nothing I can do for and, you. And
0: everything you can achieve in an email of like 5, 10, back and forth, now it's a week. You can achieve in sure. five minutes in real time. You're coming in, you yeah. know, and
1: that's the thing. And I get it, again, if you're traveling and you're getting people from out of town. like, Dude, honestly, I tattoo like good old boys from Wichita 99% of the time, you know, and that's what I prefer. You know, it's like, if you're coming in from town and you're really coming, then, you know, I'll make it cool for you and we'll have a great time, hopefully. Um, But it's like, I don't know, I get that a lot. Like, oh, I'm going to come get tattooed. Okay, cool. Like, and then, you know, crickets or whatever, you know. And I get it, like, life happens and stuff. But just don't email me. Just show up or email me when you're on your way here. Like, whatever, you know. Um, I don't know. So that's always kind of weird. And just, like, I feel like that's one of the hardest things for me, you know, not only just, like, in the tattoo shop, but, like, being alive is, like, communication, you know. It's like figuring people out you know it's like you know we always had this funny thing where it's like people that come in and say oh I'm not picky are usually the pickiest people ever yes and it's double hard because they try to play like oh we're not picky but oh, I don't really like that you know yeah. it's like I prefer the guy who's like I'm super picky and this is exactly how I want it so make me happy and you can know? get know and it's either I either can or I can't do that yeah. for you you know and I'll be the first to be like dude I'm not your guy, you know? If it's not something that's whatever, like, dude, go somewhere else, man. Like, you don't want that for me, you yeah. know? And I have no problem turning that away because people find where they're supposed to go or, or whatever, but, yeah, you know, I don't know. I think that's, you know, there's so many weird things in tattoos like that that a lot of people like hang on to just because that's how they did it. And that's how people do it. And somehow that makes people cool or a better tattooer or whatever, or they think they make more money like that, and maybe they do, and maybe I'm just, you know, too dumb to figure that out, Um, which is, you know, it's like, dude, just show up, get tattooed, give me cash money, see you later, you know, it's like, yeah, I take cards, but it's like 20 minutes later, the thing, you know, whatever. I
0: think you figured out a way, like, you curated a way that's like, that's easiest for you. And at the end of the day, you're the one that has to live. this. Well, and, and, like, it,
1: and, and again, a lot of awesome. that's cultural, you know, it's like where you're at, you know, it's yeah, like, you live like 10 minutes you, away. Well, you and, you, in, and, and the people, in. and the people here are different than the people mm. in wherever, you know, it's like people here are meat and potatoes. Like, I you think know? you've built that. It's, a it's bit.
0: direct, you know, because there's and, custom shops. You've built this. Sure. So people come here for this. Well, and, and, you know, you i, don't realize I it it's, it's one of
1: those things. It's like you can argue all day. It's like, is the style of a tattooer based on them or is it based on their clientele? Mm. You know,
0: probably a little bit of both, you know? I think the clientele came to you. Uh, what you put out is what you get back in. I, I think there's a bit of adaption you're in there. You're too that, humble you know? and you're not uh, seeing well, yourself. You
1: know, I don't know. You hang out here for a few days and you might change
0: your mind. Your but wife's but, nodding. I'm uh, right. You're wrong, but Oh, jeez. throw me on the bus. But anyway... Yeah.
1: So, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I hear they're ca- canceling Latin next year. Um, but, it, you know.
0: That I've, guy didn't come in wanting that peacock on his arm. He came in. Well, he, in, he did. Saw the three times later, you know, yeah. Because you painted Put it it, it there. on the fucking wall. Yeah, yeah. You and know made what I mean? him stare at it, it for three hours. But if you so. didn't make anyone stare at it for three hours, it's true. it wouldn't happen. And that's
1: one of the things that's always, you know, you travel, you go to shops, and it's like, I don't know, you go in the shop where there's no pictures on the wall right and 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 they expect
0: they want their style but what is your style you have someone else's well and i
1: and again i get it like you know whatever but it's like man wouldn't you i mean that's there for you to use you know that's one of the magic tools of tattooing and the fact like oh you might have this big painting on the wall of whatever you know or this big picture or maybe it looks like an iPhone shop or, or whatever, you <laughs> right. know, it's like again, that's a bit of cultural adaption and that's not the culture that I come from, but I think like, and what a great tool that you're just neglecting, even if it's like, put up a picture of that dot pointillism crap you did you, right. know? Uh, you know, and a lot of guys will do like, stick up their tracings you know, just everywhere, just, just so somebody see, oh I like that, well cool, I'll draw you something like it, you yep. know just using that space and, and that idea, you know, it's like not, I think, is just like cutting your own throat. Absolutely. So, I don't know. I think, too, in terms of, like, Flash, you know, it was, um, you know, some writer said, a friend, you know, a friend of mine told me this story, but uh, who's the dude that wrote Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Again, it's the important details I forget. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. But anyway, he said, you know, he said once, he said, you know, he he retyped out a Mark Twain novel because he wanted to know what it felt like to write a novel you know yeah. how it felt just going through him you know not that he was plagiarizing it or whatever or trying to sell it or just just to feel it move through and what it felt like and i think like tattooing and tattoo flash is a lot like that oh yeah you know you, yeah. you, you know you talked about like overthinking a tattoo then to just like whittle it back down and i think a lot of that is like you know you know you know mike malone said you know only after doing that eagle 100 times does it become your own you know figuring out like where you can cut a corner or, or where you can change right. or your stroke is maybe a little different or but even or like whatever. literally just
0: tracing tracing like, it and like you just see just to feel it you, you see what I said Jerry like geisha head like why is the eyebrow so high and then you then you pull it Oh, oh that that's could, why. Whoa, yeah, I mean, yeah. But you would never know unless you Unless put your you actually sit down and did it
1: and train, you know, that's one thing I told her. You gain it's
0: appreciation like, for stuff you didn't even know you appreciated. You,
1: you know, your, your, your thoughts of it and how you see it in your head is not how your hand relates. Yep. So it's like connecting your head to your hand and this like understanding like the construction or the movement Yoga or chats. the feel. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think that's a lot of that. A lot of guys want to like draw like whatever, but they don't want to go home and trace six hours a right. night and feel that, you know, they oh all, this is custom, you know, well, it's a custom piece of crap. You yeah. Know? Are like, you better than Sailor Jerry? Yeah. And no? like, why then would I draw you trace up until
0: you're half? Why
1: good? would I draw you up like a geisha girl head? of my own custom when this one's better, yeah, you know? It's like, but that one's better, so why wouldn't I just tattoo that on you and learn from that, yeah. You know? yeah? And so that's, you know, and it's like, I've heard tattooers say, like, oh, don't reference other tattoos, you know, reference art or nature or real life, and it's like, no, man, like, I wanna reference other tattoos because, A, like, there's already a ton of awesome out there, you know, yeah. you just gotta pick and choose, like, what you like and, you know, like how you tattoo or how whatever, it just eventually it's this soup bowl of, of different tricks you've picked out from lifetimes of other tattooing, you know, and you know, I don't know. It's like, I like this from this style for this, you know, right. image from Bob Shaw, but man, his pinup girls weren't half as good as Jerry's. And, you know, yeah. just, just the pick and choose, I think is, is totally such an awesome time to be in, you know? Yeah and i think that and i think that's you know it's like um you know somebody said you know i am not a tattoo machine builder i am a tattoo machine assembler you know i don't make this frame i don't build these co- i don't wind these coils myself but i construct it all together you know i don't really consider myself like a oh i i draw tattoos like oh i make i'm a tattoo artist you know like I construct you a tattoo and maybe it's stolen a little from here or stolen a little from there or yeah. whatever. But from my, whatever view that is, it's like, this is as cool as it could be, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the important thing you know, and again, we, you know, talked about like, you can draw a tiger head 15 different ways, but it looks cool too in a tattoo, yep. you know? Yep. And you know, I don't know. And there is some like limitation in that. And I think like, you know, a lot of times, you know, ta- art artists have a harder time as a tattooer, you know, and, and understand like the balance of craft and art.
0: Cause they're getting in the way of making the good tattoo. Sure. And
1: I think like, and I think there are a few people that do balance like craft and art and being right in the middle and, and really getting it. And then there's people that maybe lean a little too much to the art side, or maybe like lean a little bit too much to the craft side, which would probably be me, but you know, um, you know, I, and I think that's fair though. It's just like, what what do you want to do to go home and feel good about yourself? You know, it's like, there are so many days in tattooing where I've gone home and just like hated myself. Like, why did you do that so small? Like, why did you do it like this? Or, you know, hate yourself a year later when you see the tattoo. And it's mm. like, man, I've I've felt plenty crappy. I don't need to feel crappy anymore, dude. I'm just trying to do the ones I feel good about, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, so, and that's not necessarily art taste. It's more like construction, craft. Like, what is this going to look like down yeah. the road, you know? Um, because who am I to assess someone's taste in art, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's where other art, you know, tattooers kind of like, it's not for you, dude. It's for them. Like, tattoos are for the wearer, not the maker. I mean, yeah, yeah you have to be san- I mean, you have to feel good about yourself and feel like you're giving somebody a service, but. You know, I mean, half the, ta- you know, 90% of the tattoos I do, I wouldn't put on myself, right. you know. And that's okay, you know, but that doesn't mean that I need to give them a bad experience in getting right. what they truly want, you mm-hmm. know. So, I don't know. But yeah, you know, tattoos are are, you know, such a heavy thing and and, you know, a lot of people don't realize that and the experience of it is pretty heavy and it's like, man, you know, You're either leaving somebody, you know, something, you know. You know, it's like Good Time Charlie used to tattoo in Wichita, you know. And, uh, you know, I I rented a house from an insurance man once just based on the fact that I was a tattooer. And he, his place used to be next to Good Time Charlie's place and they used to go out to lunch. And Charlie was an awesome dude. And, oh, you're a tattooer? Oh, man, I used to hang out with Good Time Charlie. We used to go to lunch. Oh, cool, you're cool with me because, you know, he, he didn't have that, like, oh, weird biker, drug act. You know, he had the impression of Good Time Charlie, you know. And that's the thing, I've heard a thousand stories about Good Time Charlie just tattooing in the city for 23 years, and not one of those stories are negative. Never once was somebody been like, oh, Good Time Charlie's cool, but da 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 da, or oh, I felt screwed on this, or oh, I felt, you know, everyone always like, oh, Charlie's such a rad dude, you that's know. Cool. And it's like, I mean, no one. I mean, people won't say these nice things about me 20 some years from now or whatever. You know, I'm sure there are plenty. Well, screw that guy, cause of this. You know, but I, I, you know, I always think that was amazing about Charlie is like, you know, everyone left happy. You know, even like the next door neighbor was happy to know him. You know, it's like how cool is that? You know, I met Charlie on a couple of occasions, and they, every time it's like wow, what a cool experience, you know? I mean, even if he wasn't good time, Charlie, even if he was a dude on the street, you know, like that you never knew that never did a tattoo. Wow, what a cool dude, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, when you're like the um, ambassador of tattoos, it's like, uh, what's really important here? Like, what are you leaving, you know? Right. I mean, even if it, like the insurance guy never had a tattoo, never got tattooed by Charlie, didn't want one. You know, but it didn't matter. You know, and that and that was his, you know, impression of tattoos. You know, like, wow. You know, to to leave that, I think is is really cool. You know, I love that. So, hey, what's up, man? How are you doing? Doing good, sir. Hey, dude. I don't think I'm gonna be able to tattoo you today. Okay. Um. Yes. Yeah. yeah, You know, I'm I'm doing this like podcast thing. Uh. This guy's uh in town from california and then he's getting tattooed and i think that's going to be my day okay so how's that stuff healing hey, up oh on you G- can i see
0: it, can
1: yeah. show it off? this dude came in tuesday oh, yeah? and was like oh i want a sleeve and i was like yeah yeah sure yeah. you do and he's like oh y'all yeah, take this see. this oh,
0: yeah. and that
1: and then it's like he's tougher than me yeah you got that on tuesday and then all this stuff in the back oh, bringing
0: it around yeah
1: and uh, and he wants us like uh, the back yeah yeah he cool. wants this like cowgirl or whatever and I was like oh man, I'm so stoked to do it but yeah dude way. I oh man I'm sorry uh do you got plans tomorrow? Uh tomorrow no. Probably. Okay dude show up early I I think I'll probably he'll be mad at me and want to leave I'm sure he'll be gone by then or if not he'll be plenty tattooed and and not one anymore but okay. yeah <laughs> dude I know I told you to come back today but I he beat you anyway I guess yeah, so. Yeah, no yeah dude yeah there you go hey thanks man it's good to see you yeah have a great day thanks for coming by dude i look forward to doing that cowgirl though so uh yeah yeah come back please so all right
0: dude we'll see you soon it's like open territory now oh man yeah
1: yeah he's like oh i want to sleep i'm like yeah sure you do he's like no really i'm not picky i'm like yeah sure you're not and he's like oh i like this and that and this one and put it here you know, and it was like, that's oh, well, I just need like ten of you. And yeah. I mean, my life will be set. You know, like, uh, so yeah, that's like the best customer. You know, and he's uh, lives in Korea. He's only here for like thirty days, so mm. it's like, sleep me up because I don't know if you know this tattoo situation there, but it's like you can't tattoo unless you're a doctor, and it's all yeah, t- it's weird, weird stuff anyway, yeah. but uh so it's like his options are slim to none so
0: i look forward to see what you do on it, yeah cool. me
1: too right um but yeah that's super cool um but then you know that's the other thing that's i always think that's you know it's always weird to me like there's a tattooer in town or maybe a couple that like doesn't talk
0: yeah the headphone thing
1: or i don't know if he wears headphones but he just doesn't <laughs> talk
0: weird you know and weird. I think, like, what? tattooing is it, like a connected thing. It's weird to disconnect yeah. yourself and, it's, and still tattoo And it's something. like, dude, I get it.
1: Like, tattoos are heavy. Like, I mean, there have been days where it's like, oh, I'll lock the door and just cry, you know, yeah. the things that have gone in my ears that day. And it's like the things people live through and, like, deal with. I mean, it's heavy, man. And if you don't talk to them, then you don't have to hear about it, right? But yes. and, I, and so I get it in terms of a defense mechanism. But then I also think, like, Man, there is so much that I know as a human being that I would never know outside oh, of the yeah. tattoo shop. And the people you've met too. You I mean, all kinds of people. Crazy. I mean, I tell stories that people tell me that it's just like, man, that is an awesome story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and I've learned so much and I think like, you know, that's one of my prerequisites on, on getting tattooed. Like I don't get tattooed by people who don't talk. I don't get tattooed by smokers because I don't want you know, I have. And it's like, dude, I don't want you to take a break every <laughs> 45 minutes yeah. and then come back to tattooing me after 10 minutes, and it hurt like five times as bad. Right. You know, like, screw that. It's all Start, up. finish, <laughs> let's get done. Bandage me, let's go. Like, screw your cigarettes. Like, you're fine, you know? Um, and then what's the other thing? Uh, uh, I don't, it must not be that important. So, yeah, like talking and cigarettes.
0: My three points are, are like a, a good – a good person, a good mark in and time. That, that's relative. And, 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 a, and, a, and a good tattoo. Because it's like, two of those three are okay. You sure. know what I mean? Even one of those three sure. is okay, you know? But I think, um, well, actually, no. Two or three are okay. I don't want a good tattoo by an asshole, you know? Sure. But I'd love, like, Joy. a mediocre tattoo by a really sure. cool dude that really, really marked a good mark friend. in time. Totally. Yeah, you know totally. What I mean? It's like, I think that, you know, like you said, you're going to remember it, you know? And like, it, there's, there's that mark in time that I want it to be a decent mark in time, sure. you know? And, well, I think
1: I think even like, you know, it's all ashes and magic stardust anyway, you know. And I think, yeah, like, yeah, everyone wants a good-looking tattoo and it to be whatever. But, you know, it's not going to be. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if you live 30, 40, 50 years from that time, I mean, it's not going to be. Right. I mean, yeah, it might be legible. And, yeah, you could still tell what it is if it's designed right and this and that. But it's like, you know, in the end, it's like. You know, I think it was, like, Lyle Tuttle, you know, said to me once, he said, you know, man, I said, tattoos are, like, the stupidest fucking things ever invented. And it's like, oh, okay. And he's like, <laughs> and he said, you know, the only thing that makes tattoos worth the shit is the people that wear them. You know, and that's the truth, man, you know. And it's like, I see so many people get so wrapped up in the medial parts of tattoos, and it's like, you know, that's not the important part, do you, you know? And, and that's, you know, that's why it's so cool. Like you like going, doing the, doing the bus thing. And, you know, it's like, you know, that's, you know, meeting the people and seeing the stuff. I mean, that's, you know, that's the cool part. You know, the tattoo is cool too, but it's like, in the end, it's like, tattoos just magic stardust and ashes anyway it's like what what is really important you know yeah um or what did you really take from that day you know and it's you know and then i think that can also be a curse you know there's a i heard another story here recently a guy that had gotten sleeves from a dude and you know it went and got tattooed by another guy and you know, his perspective, I guess, was that, you know, his original tattooer's ego was kind of hurt. Mm. And the guy just pretty much just essentially told him to fuck off like he wasn't tattooing him again.
0: I've had that happen to me.
1: And it's like, dude, so now this guy's wearing two sleeves from you. And people, oh, where'd you get that? Oh, well, out of town. Oh, whatever. You know, it's like, yeah. he doesn't want to say where he got Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. And it's like, all that. F- oh, and even if they were awesome experiences getting it, it, it ended badly, you know, yeah. and, and and maybe it was, you know, his fault or maybe it what, you know, it's like I'm not pointing fingers at tattoo or tattoo or whatever. Absolutely. Like it's the outside of me. Like, I don't know the situation. I don't care. But it's like, you know, you know, in that it's like then you're cursing that person, you know, like uh, of that, you know, for, you know, they'll always look at your their arm and think, you know, fuck that guy, you know, or whatever and you know i think what that's, good does that do what good is that you know and it's like i get it like and and you know maybe i didn't catch the situation right but you know it's like what good does your ego do in that situation for anyone you know it makes your life harder i mean it's their skin as they can do what they want and who cares if they got a lesser tattoo than what you could put on them like it just makes the tattoos you put on them twice as good you know right uh, i mean i love it you know people go get tattooed from whoever like Man, you know that just makes mine look a little bit better. You know, like yeah. I mean, that's cool. Like as long as you're happy with it, like whatever. Or maybe it makes
0: mine look twice as
1: bad. Like, oh no, yeah. I better figure that out. I you like know? that
0: one better though, because then it, I don't feel hurt. Like I don't feel like, like if I tattoo someone consistently and they're like, "Oh, I'm only coming to you. I'm only coming to you. You're my god." Do, do, do. Talk me up. I start believing it, and then they go to someone like, a "Well, bit, you
1: weren't there for the day, so I just went over here and yeah, got tattooed." Yeah, then it's like someone
0: a bit subpar. I, I get personal and feel like lesser than. Sure. Like, like go to someone better than me. Like you should have sure. went to this person. Like but they weren't available and they, they wanted also, it that day. But also know? I think that they don't see what I see. Sure. And, I and think why would they? And, I think and people, how could they? They wouldn't even see the difference. Sure. You know. And
1: that's what I tell her. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, I see. You see that that belly scale is. A tenth of an inch off, or what? But to them, it's like, dude, whatever. You know, that's a like cool it's scale. the magic. <laughs> Like she put this on me, and I felt cool. You know, yeah. it's like that's,
0: that's why you gotta be cool. and You, you gotta know, and the it's right like, and dude, it makes how, ma- that belly how many
1: years did you spend doing tattoos before you could pick these things out? Anyway, it's like these people don't live in a tattoo shop. They'll die not knowing that line's a little whatever, and it's nothing perfect anyway. You know, right. so. Again, to search for perfection in an imperfect thing, I mean, it's like doomed from the get-go, I think. But, you know, I don't know. You know, I, I think that's kind of a weird thing. And, you know, I don't know. I had a girl once that I tattooed on and put almost a whole sleeve on her and had one spot left, and she goes to cross town and gets something in that spot. And it's like, dude, Ooh. really? That hurt. And, and it's like, but it's like, I'm not going to tell her no. When she comes in wants to tattoo on her other arm. And I'm not even going to mention it. Like, oh. But it does haunt you. But it's like, oh. Yeah. Like, I almost had that sleeve. And then then it's like... You know, and if I take a photo of this, it's like I gotta. And it's like know? touching the
0: tat, and you're like,
1: what? You know, and so it's like what? But it, again, it's like they're it's theirs staying. to do what they want with. Why wouldn't they? You know, right. like uh, whatever, dude. And and so I think, and maybe they
0: had a great time, and that was a great mark. Totally, and, and, you know, and and, why and not?
1: I and I think that is one of the things that's like, you either really learn in tattoos or it really like screws you. Is like you learned in, to try to not have an ego you know and you gotta kill your ego early on you know i always tell people like dude i've been in the room with some of the best tattooers on this planet and not one of them were dicks not one of them had an ego you know you go to a convention and there's all these mediocre dudes with their huge egos you know it's like their ego is trying to make up for their lack of ability or style or Mm -hmm. whatever you know and it's like no man you know even if you're like, the worst tattooer ever. It's like, kill your ego, you know? I mean, you know, and an awesome illustration to that. I told her the other day, you know, the first tattoo convention ever, which has only been like three in Wichita, was in a, essentially a barn, you know? And this dude had come, and, you know, he had the truck. And, you know, he wasn't necessarily the best tattooer or very good. You know, he had all the flash or whatever, mm-hmm. but he was super friendly. And he was super nice, you know? And there are dudes at this convention just... You know, good tattooers doing nothing. Right. And this dude's lining them out like, Bam, like there's my weekend, you know? And uh, you know, my friend Ron, he I was, you know, maybe tattooing like a year or two years, not good. You know, he says to me, he said, You see that dude down there doing that work? You know, I'm like, Yeah, you know, what's up? He's like, you know, being nice will get you farther than being good. Yes. And I thought like, whoa, well I better start being super nice cause there's no way I'm ever gonna be remotely good at this, you know? And uh, I think a lot of people are like, they don't realize that, and even if you are super good, like just be nice, you know? Like how hard is it just to be a cool dude at a tattoo shop, you know? And it's like, you know, this isn't brain surgery. Like we're not saving people's lives. Like tattooing is, I mean, in the scheme of humanity, it's, I don't know, like just stabbing crap into somebody's skin and hoping it stays you know it's like right. it's so medial, you know, so it's like i don't know trying to keep your your eye on the real perspective of why you're here is hard, you know, and it, you know I think that's one of the things it's hard to work with people when their intentions or or their uh, what motivates them is not what motivates you you know um so I don't know, you know, and but I think that is one of the cool cool parts about. Tattooing is is just the relationships that you make and the things that you learn I mean it has been for me, you know, and it is one of the hardest things You know I had a girl come in a while back I used to tattoo her and her dad and mm-hmm. you know she came in to tell me her dad died, you know It's like do you know I've been tattooing that guy for like uh, 15 years or whatever, That's you right. know, and now he's gone, you know, and it's like wow, I remember the last time seeing him He stopped on his bike just to say what's up or you know whatever you know and it's like wow you know like that's hard you know i i think that is one of the benefits of traveling a lot and moving around a lot is like you get all the good you know the good stuff you know it's like you're here you're there for the good stuff you know and, and then you know but there's two sides of that you know but and then you know you lose customers or right you know like that and it's you know it sucks it's just like oh man i won't see that dude again or here is crazy stories about what I mean, and it's just like becomes just a little less fun when you know that dude isn't going to come in anymore, you know right. um, so I don't know, you know there's pluses and minuses with being like the hometown hero, you know, and some of the minuses are a lot of the like just heavy stuff that comes with living, I guess, you know, um but it is cool to see, you know, and it's like there's a family you know I've tattooed, you know now the grandparents the parents and the kid like three generations and it's like and they all have to and I think like I didn't grow up in like a tattoo household so I think like how cool is this you know like you guys get tattoos together you know or families that get tattoos like it's what they do you know like how cool is that you know uh so so be part of that and 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 just to catch a glimmer of that I think is is so cool you know um but yeah you know you you name one and I've tattooed on him you know like I used to tattoo, uh, I better not tell that story, but uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things, you know, people say like, you know, they tell their barbers everything. It's like, dude, a haircut's 20 minutes, you know, a tattoo's hours. Like you don't think I know many things oh, yeah. about many things of the city? Like, Oh yeah. you're So, you know, that's kind of crazy too. So, uh, and and again, that's one of the things I love about tattooing is like really having like your finger on the pulse of like the city, you know, and just like how it works and how it moves and, you know, how you relate to it or whatever, I think is, is really cool. You know, it's really cool to be part of that. And I think, you know, as, as a person that travels to, you know, you know, like just to catch the edge of it sometimes is really right. cool where you're just like, you know, and to leave someplace happy and, and stoked, you know, and, I, but then, you know, I think too, as someone, you know, who travels, you know, it's like, my friend seth he's like oh yeah you know i've been to london i've been you know here and there but i've seen it from the inside of a tattoo shop so it might yeah. as well have been wherever you know it's like you got to take some time out and enjoy it too like like what you guys are doing you know yeah. don't just focus on that because there's so much life you'll just miss you know i agree and and while tattooers are guilty of just binging you know binging out on this or sort of time or whatever and and so it's cool to like set these boundaries and and try to stick to them, you know. I I think that's a you know a impressive as a tattooer, you know, and b it's impressive as someone who's like, 28 because I think like what was I doing when I was 28? Like tattooing 12 hours a day, you know, whatever, yeah. burning out at night, you know, wake so up was 30, 30 minutes before work, and yeah. you know, and I think that's cool to like set your boundaries like that, you know, and And that's another thing that I really learned, you know, from Scott Sterling, you know, he's a very, like, regimented dude, and to see his, like, daily process, and this is my, you know, bagel that I eat for breakfast, you know, and it's very, like, set, you know, but it's like, he's figured this out, that that's what works for him, and that's how he can move throughout his day of like building machines and tattooing by whittling away all the extra stuff. Like, right. you know, what does really matter, you know, and and how he's able to like compartmentalize these things because I'm, I'm not that, you know, it's like, Oh, like, you know, and, and it's been an awesome, awesome thing to have a family and have to, you know, to where like, this is my work time. This is my family time. This is like, whatever and then trying to fit things wherever they fit you know right and i i think really like the balance of time you know is such a hard deal you know so especially as a tattooer you know because it's like money money put money in your face money because it might not be there tomorrow you know and that's how i grew up you know in tattooing it's like get it today because it might not be here tomorrow and you know like my friend ronnie calls it the money fairy like the money fairy (laughs) like when's the money fairy going to show up like and he'd say like You know, she might not show up when I want her to show up, but even if it's last minute, she'll always show up, you know? And that's hard. I mean, that's a hard thing to balance, like money and time and quantities of anything to me is like, I agree. Like, how do I even balance this idea? So, you know, I think that's really cool. You know, like you, you found a really cool balance with traveling, tattooing, you know, your wife, your dog, you know this stuff i mean and, and how cool is that to have all of those things you know in a balance and i'm sure you'll adjust here and there where you have to yeah, but, we're still figuring it you out. know how cool is that to figure that out at such like i mean you know what in really and i know it doesn't feel like it because it's you know not that but a younger age yeah you know no. Um uh, and i think that that's awesome i think that's a really cool thanks man cool thing and 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 to realize like oh you know, what? Well, that's one thing I always think about America is like, oh, we have these social problems like insurance and homelessness and what all these things have been figured out in another place. You know, why don't we just copy off what they do and adapt it to us? Like, right? We can't do that. And that's one of the awesome things I think about, like tattooing and, and meeting other tattooers, even if it's not how you want to do it or even like seeing a video on YouTube. Even if that's not the way you wanna do it, it cements you into this is why I do it this way. Like people watch this and be like, oh man, that guy's an idiot. Like, I'm not gonna tattoo like that. Like, this is how I do it. So how you doing, man? Hey, good, what can I help you with? Uh, Are you live? Yeah, Yeah. man, you're on the thing. You're on the computer now.
0: Well, it's
1: well, That's what it's oh there sure. you go we'll edit that out but yeah man leave me a card if i need it i'll holler at you oh man you know the guy i've had i've had him for like something ridiculous like 25 years and he's like a good friend of mine so i'm like super set but I will keep your card, and, and in case he dies or, you know, cuts me off, I'll let you know. All right, So, hey, time. thanks, man. Have a great day.
0: Too, uh, it's that's bad, awesome. That's a bad commercial. Yeah, yeah right? uh, I'm with
1: the uh, <laughs> – wait, who am I working for this week? Yeah. You know, like, oh, oh well. That's, welcome to Wichita, dude. You know, everybody's on the hustle. That's tight. But uh, I don't even remember what we were
0: talking about. That was hilarious. I love it when people walk in, they're all like, oh, wait, there's a camera? I actually Did like it. I think this, I think that that has made this really cool, like, them stopping in and showing the tat. Like, that's sick. Yeah, like, yeah. This is a well, I'm glad people shot. actually showed up today. Yeah, like, yesterday, cool. I was like, oh,
1: there's usually more people here. Yeah. So, I don't know. That'd be the funny, you know. And like I said, like, the Kansas is all screwy with the guest star this thing. But I think that'd be weird because, like, sometimes you go places. And maybe not you because you got the internet list and you're planning ahead. But... You know, i go places and it's like, man, has anyone come in here in like a week and a half, dude? Like, right. you know, it's just crickets when you show up. You know, sometimes yeah. and you never know what you're gonna get. I mean, it's every day. Should've I guess, been here but, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. should've been here yesterday. Yeah. The surf was great. Right when you left, it so went many craps. Yeah, you know, you know, oh, <laughs> man. yeah,
0: the second you left, everyone showed up. That's like, why I was mm-hmm. here. I w- I would set up. And then, like, we set up for like, oh, like just just praying to the tat gods, you know. Yeah, right. Then someone walks sure. in, or i I'd go for lunch. You hungry? Like, why are you going for lunch? I'm not hungry. I'm just gonna go pretend. I'm just gonna go out across street because someone will come in yeah. and I'll leave and like, bing, phone call. Like, hey Wayne, come on back. I'm like, okay, cool.
1: You, yeah, you right. know, this is. I mean, if you ever get in a pinch, yeah, and you really need somebody, just go poop. Yeah. <laughs> And then and then it's like 10 people are showing, and especially here, it's like, you know, it's like, I don't poop at work yeah. just because it's like, that's weird and small, and it's like, I'll poop before I come. But then, like, the days where I'm like, oh, no one's been in all day, I really have to poop. Like, the second I start pooping and forget to put a sign on the door and lock it, it's like... Yeah got a room for and then it's like you're coming out of the bathroom like like, (laughs) i mean it's like yeah so that's you know if you ever get hard up just go to the toilet man you'll make you'll make a million dollars that day so at least that's the case here so let's
0: end the podcast on that note i like that quote cool that was a good one fair (laughs) enough
1: dude thank you (laughs) thank you man uh you know you might have to get better at editing after this one